for anything he says. And yeah, I think that's ludicrous, but that's sort of, that's sort of the, uh, the way, the world we're in right now in, in that business. And, you know, it's, uh, but to think that, I mean, Kelly's done a great job there, you know, and, and really until they get into the conference, it's going to be, it's always going to be a hard job. It's going to be harder because they're not in a conference. But, uh, yeah, fine bomb. Consider the source, that's all I'd say. Let's talk some games here, and I know you've called this game in the past. What's it like, i got to ask you? you got the cocktail party between Georgia and Florida. Georgia's at minus 6.5. Mullen and Florida are playing well. Do you have a thought on this one? Uh, you know, I think just Georgia's defense is going to be too much for Florida. You know, it started off at 4, and now I think it's at 6. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think Florida's defense will make it, make it a, a struggle for Georgia, but I think Georgia's defense will, is just too much for Florida right now. Uh, I just don't think that they're, they're quite where they need to be to be a contender, but, uh, it's, it's a great atmosphere and it's a great game and it's one of those bucket list things you, you need to do. Utah's at Washington and the Utes are minus three. Yeah, and that's gone up. That started too. And, you know, to me, this is maybe the best game of the weekend. I mean, Florida, Georgia ought to be good, but I think this Utah, Washington, because Washington is just absolutely good enough to beat anybody. Yeah. And, um, if Easton is on, and Easton's going to be a, uh, a first round pick, I think, in the NFL. If he's on, Washington, Washington played defense as well. So this, this is a this is I think a really good game. I, I actually like Washington to win this at home. Uh, I, I think that uh, the quarterback uh, for Utah is a little one dimensional, and I, I just think that Washington can win this game. Kansas State is at Kansas. How about the shocker by K State over Oklahoma? And here's Les Miles and the Jayhawks waiting in a rivalry game after a huge upset. Kansas State's minus six and a half. Have you ever seen anybody lose a game like Les won that game? <laughs> I mean, did you see what happened? I, I saw that. Was it a two pointer down in down in Austin? The fifty to forty eight. No, no. I mean, uh, the Texas Tech game. You know, Kansas lines up to kick a field goal. Texas Tech blocks it. Kids picking up to run with it and laterals it backwards to nobody. Kansas falls on it, kicks a field goal, wins the game. <laughs> so it was crazy. You can't make that stuff up. So Les is, you know, he's got a little luck working with him right now. But I, I like Kansas State. That was a pretty thorough beatdown. Uh, I, I, they did give up, a lot, give up a lot of yards passing, but I like Kansas State in that game. All right, I got to ask you, Purdue, Nebraska, Nebraska minus three. Yeah, I know. If Martinez plays, it looks like he will. You know, I got to lean towards uh, Nebraska, especially if uh, the great receiver doesn't play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rondell, I don't know if he's playing or not. I couldn't quite pick it up. Game he time more than I have. Well, game time, but, but I, I've heard yeah. I've heard both. I've heard yes, yeah. and I've heard yeah. hell no. So, yeah. coach, I think if he pull- go ahead. Does it say if he plays, it'll be tough on Nebraska? I just don't know if his hamstrings well enough yet. Yeah, that's the way I feel too. I think if he plays, he'll make it tough on Nebraska. But you know what? This you're getting down to must-win games, and this is one of those for Nebraska, I think. And so I, I'm going to go. I'm going to pick Nebraska just because. 
beginning in the hot sun of preseason practices through a full slate of regular season competition, and now the playoffs, where you don't get a second chance. Here we go, ball The game. road to Lincoln. The road to a state title for the six who survived. Incomplete! And XL wins it! Brought to you by locally involved game sponsors and presented by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. And by Impact Ag Partners, your Pioneer Seed representative. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more. Log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com for the entire Platte River Radio broadcast schedule. You can click on for a live stream or select games on 98.9 FM Power 99, The Breeze 94.5 FM, 1230 AM KHAS Radio, and the Tri-Cities ESPN Radio Superstations, 1460 and 1550 AM. Haul packages for a living? A gas-powered Mercedes-Benz Sprinter delivers. Transport people? A Sprinter van with 0% financing is a five-star idea. If food delivery is your thing, then a gas Sprinter caters to you. And if you're a general contractor, the Sprinter with 0% financing nails it. With innovation, safety, and technology, Sprinter is built for you. And it's built for your bottom line with 0% financing. The Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, starting at just $33,790. And for a limited time with IRS Section 179, you could be eligible for up to a $25,000 tax deduction. Gas engine, 0% financing, and a possible tax deduction? Now that's a Sprinter that delivers. Mercedes-Benz. Vans. Born to run. MSRP excludes all options, taxes, title, registration, transportation, charge, and dealer prep. The options, model availability, and actual dealer price may vary. See dealer for details about costs and terms. Only valid on 2018 or 2019 Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Vans, excluding cap chassis. Qualified commercial customers only. Financing offer valid through January 2nd, 2020. Consult your tax advisor. For more information, limits may apply. Visit mbvans.com. Listen to the state football playoffs right here and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Thursday on ESPN 1550, Kennesaw and at 6, Elm Creek Palmer at 7 on 1460, a doubleheader on the Breeze 94.5, Blue Hill Garden County at 3, Alma Arcadia Loop City at 630, with Pleasanton Brady on Power 99 at 7. Friday, Kearney Catholic Wayne at 5 on 1460, Adam Central Valentine at 6 on 1550, McCook and Hastings on 1230 KHAS, Kearney Elkhorn South on Power 99, and Donovan Trumbull Centennial on the breeze. Here's your Tri-Cities weather forecast. Cloudy tonight with lows around 24. Westerly winds 8 to 15 miles an hour. A few flurries possible at times. Tomorrow, 44, partly cloudy. Lows dip down to about 20. Tomorrow night, clear skies. Seasonal temperatures Saturday and Sunday with highs from the upper 40s to the mid-50s. From the Weatherology Weather Center, I'm Staff Meteorologist Derek Height. Currently, it's 41 degrees. Sports talk for the discriminating taste, tawdry innuendos, nasty rumors. But you just love sports. KICS Hastings KXPN Carney. He's in his 30s. But sounds like he was born with a stogie in one hand and a brew in the other. Now, say my name. It's Schmitty on City Radio. I got the body of a hot, preteen Swedish boy. That time again for Burke's Best Bets on Hale Varsity Radio. Danny Burke, the pride of Chicago, out in Vegas working for Musburger. You can follow Danny on Twitter at DannyBurke5. Danny, you're bundling up here. It's cold in Nebraska, but you've been getting some uh, 
Well, some unseasonably chilly weather. You doing okay? Yeah, how about it, Smitty? I mean, I'm out here in the desert, but it's not any uh, any much better than in the Midwest. I think it's about like 30 degrees in the morning when I wake up. But I know that uh, <laughs> that I can't complain too much, considering it's about like uh, in the teens for you guys, and you guys are seeing some snow as well. So a little bit better, but not by much. Well, with the holiday tradition that is uh, trick or treat uh, time uh, this weekend to college football. We'll start off and get to Nebraska and Purdue in just a moment, but do you have a feel at all for Florida-Georgia? That's the game of the weekend. Yeah, and so this is an interesting matchup in the sense that uh, Florida's a six-and-a-half-point dog, yet it seems like everybody's on Florida. Not too many people have confidence in Georgia. I really haven't heard anyone confidently say, yeah, I'm going to lay the six or six-and-a-half, depending where you got it, with the Bulldogs. And I mean, um, both of these teams are coming off a of bye week. Florida seven and one on the year, five two and one against the spread. Georgia six and one on the year, three and four against the spread. Um, I would I would have to be part of that big crowd and lean a little bit with Florida six and a half. I'm hoping that it gets up to the key number of seven. I'm not sure that it exactly will, but I mean you also have to take into account that Florida is returning a big receiver and some pass rushers are coming back to that Gators uh, team. Georgia's defense, however, as we know, is very dominant. They rank fifth in the nation. However, overall, as a team, they do kind of uh, tend to lack discipline and drop a lot of penalties throughout the game, so that could play a big factor as well. And then really just one trend that kind of sticks out is that Florida is 4-1-1 their last six against the spread as an underdog. So if anything in this spot, I would lean a little bit with the Gators. I don't know if it'll be an official best bet for me, but, yeah, at this point it's leaning with the Gators plus six and a half, but, yeah, like you said, I mean, I don't have necessarily too strong a feel on it, but uh, how do you interpret this game going down? You know, I just think Florida's got a better offense. I think their defense is good, and I think Georgia has, uh, you know, Fromm has had unfamiliar receivers, man. Their offense has been stagnant because there's just not any continuity or trust with the receiving core, and some teams are better than than in past years at stopping the Georgia run. They just can't line up and pound it, so... I like Florida in a close one, but, again, it's a rivalry game, so throw it out. I know it'll be warm and there'll be beer flowing in Jacksonville. Uh, let's talk right. Let's talk Nebraska-Purdue. And, you know, it's going to be cold. I don't know that the weather's going to resemble the... High school football is on the air on ESPN 1550 KICS. And this is the Coach's pregame show. Now let's go to the field for tonight's game. Good evening and welcome to High School Football here on ESPN 1550 KICS Hastings. Tonight it is Kennesaw hosting Anselmo Myrna. And we are speaking with the head coach of the Kennesaw football team, head coach Craig Schnitzler. Coach Schnitzler, thanks for joining us today. Oh, you bet. So first of all, let's talk a little bit about the season and uh, the last game of the season as well. First of all, let's start with that last game, Giltner. You guys won 52-14 to last week, and it's got to feel pretty good to have a nice win like that going into the postseason. Yeah, it really was a, a good boost for us uh, coming out of that uh, eighth game. And, you know, just the preparations of uh, getting ready for the playoffs uh, gives us a lot of confidence, and hopefully that carries with us throughout this uh, postseason. And uh, with this team right now, your team, you guys have won a bunch of games in a row. It looks like six games in a row after a little one-and-one one start. Talk a little bit about that six-game winning streak. Does it does it help having a long winning streak like that going into the playoffs? Yeah, I think so. You know, you um, you always set yourself. Uh, you want to get uh, to where, you know, the playoffs as your goal. And, 
and and that means you got to win football games. And our guys have uh, done a great job of taking one game at a time and uh, just continuing to get better uh, every week. And coaches always talk about they want to be playing their best football at this time of the year. Would you say your team is? Yeah, I think we're we're right there. Uh, we're we're playing solid ball. We're taking care of the ball. Um, you know, on offense, we're putting points up. So you know, I thought. Uh, you know, we're able to throw the ball, we're able to run the ball effectively, and then defensively, uh, we just got guys flying all over the place and, and making plays, and, and uh, you know, those things you got to do as when you get into postseason, because it's all about plays now, you know, which team makes more plays is the team that's going to win. And then going into the regular season, going into the season before you actually got started, did you think that the team could be at this uh, position they're at now, you know, 7-1 and one and having a two-seed in the playoffs? We thought we had a good chance uh, of having a really good team uh, with the kids we had back. You know, they, um, but uh, you know, you never know. Um, and and these guys have responded. They worked hard in the off season, and then and that's really where it all started uh, this last summer. And and it's carried through for us. Um, we're we're a little bit bigger than we were a year ago. A little bit faster, and all those things play into your ability to be successful. And then a few weeks ago, you had a game against Franklin, or you were supposed to have a game against Franklin, but they, they couldn't field the team, so you had a forfeit win in that. So it was kind of like a bye week there. Do you think that bye week kind of kind of helps out, especially since it was towards the end of the season, maybe get some guys rested up and uh, take care of those bumps and bruises? Yeah, it did for us. Uh, we, we were able to rest a couple of kids uh, that first week off. Um, where they just We just held them out of practice and, we're able to get some other younger kids uh, some reps in their position, and uh, you know, and then we got them back the next week as we were preparing for Blue Hill. So, you know, it, it, for us, it, it worked out. Uh, sometimes it doesn't. Kind of sometimes it gets you uh, complacent. Uh, but these guys stay focused, and and going into that uh, second to last game with Blue Hill, I thought we were really healthy and and uh, really played well. And then, of course, when it gets to postseason football, things kind of tighten up. Things get a little harder. And even with the team you're playing, uh, obviously they're only 3-5 and five and on the season at Selma Myrna. But you, you think the kids are going to be able to take the game seriously and, you know, go out there and play their best? Yeah, I do. Um, you know, this you can't look at records when you, once you get into the postseason, into the playoffs. Uh, you look at this team in Selma Myrna. Um, what I see is a team that's played uh, four Division One teams in, on their schedule and in two division two, so they've got six teams that are in the playoffs, and so they're battle tested. You know, they may not have won those, but uh, they've learned a lot. They've gotten tougher mentally and physically, and and so we've got to we have to be at our best to beat them. All right, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll talk more about Anselmo Merno right after this on ESPN fifteen fifty. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. 
Welcome back to the Class D2 State Football Playoffs here on ESPN 1550. We are speaking with the head coach of the Kennesaw football team, Craig Schnitzler. So, Coach Schnitzler, tonight you have Anselmo Werner. You already got into them a little bit. You talked about how they had a really, really tough schedule this year, and they're battle-tested. So uh, what are the keys to the game going to be tonight? Well, I think a good start for us, number one, uh, coming out and establishing uh, our offense and our defense uh, against them, and then uh, just con- staying consistent, staying after it. They're going to make some plays at times, and we just got to uh, stay the course and, and continue to play hard, and then uh, we got to take care of the football. Uh, and that's been a, a big asset for us this year is uh, we've been winning that turnover battle, and we need to do that again tonight. So it sounds like it's just going to be more of the same of what you guys have been doing all year. Yeah, we're not going to change a whole lot. Uh, these guys, we've had a lot of success with what we're doing, and and I think, you know, as long as we, we play well and we execute, uh, we, we should be able to get some points on the board. And then this is a team that likes to run the ball a lot. So how important is it going to be to, to stop their rushing attack, first of all, so they don't score a lot, and also so you can get your offense out on the field? Right. We're going to have to play uh, sound on the defensive side. Uh, they do a lot of zone reading and uh, giving to the dive man or, or pulling it and quarterback keeping it or we're running the options, so we've got to play disciplined football. And then uh, we you can't forget this quarterback can throw. He's got over 1,200 yards uh, passing this year, and so uh, th- their passing game is very solid. And and uh, so we've got to play a complete game on, on the defensive side in order to get our offense back on the field. Yeah, and you mentioned that the quarterback can throw it as well. I mean, the completion percentage is only about 50%, but when they do complete the ball, it's for big chunks, and he doesn't turn the ball over a lot. He's got 15 touchdowns and only five interceptions, so you guys are really going to have to contain him as well. Yeah, and he's a big kid. He, they got him, he's about 6'5", you know, so he, he's got some length, and uh, so we've got we've to gotta, we've gotta get to him, pressure him, make him uh, make some throws he doesn't really want to throw, and He's got a big-time receiver in, in uh, this number 10, this Miller kid. and So, um, you know, it's going to be a challenge for our kids, but I know our kids are up for it. And then how important is it going to be to contain him as well inside the pocket? Because he can move around. He has 64 carries this year for over 300 yards and five touchdowns. So it's going to be important to, to keep him from hurting you on the ground as well. Absolutely. You know, our front is going to have to play well and, uh, you know, keep him in the pocket. And then uh, we got to make plays when the ball's up in the air. And then when it comes to you guys offensively, uh, what are you going to have to do to, to attack their defense? we got to pick up uh, their aggressive play. They're a defensive team that plays downhill. Uh, they're gonna, we're going to see a lot of three front with three linebackers coming a lot on blitzes. And, and so we've just got to make sure that uh, we're picking up the right people and, and uh, creating some seams for our running backs. Cause I, if we can do that, you know, there's – possibility of some big plays uh, as well as some plays that may not go very far so uh, we just got to stay the course and and uh, we've got to win that battle up front and then as we talked about in the in the first half of the interview mistakes turnovers are always kind of amplified in the playoffs and they feel a little bit bigger than maybe in in the regular season so how important is it going to be to limit those mistakes especially even like the small ones like you know little false starts and stuff like that right you know you can't you can't have uh, first and 15. You know, we've got to be in a position where we're moving the ball forward and not backwards and, and then just taking care of the ball, you know, not getting sloppy with, with uh, fumbles or turnovers. And then on the defensive side, uh, we've got to create those opportunities. 
you know, as a defense, we've got to we've got to hit them hard. We got to be physical and see if we can't uh, cough the ball up a little bit. And when the ball's in the air, if we can't make some plays on it, uh, we've got the kids that can do that. And so it's you know it's going to be a great night for football. All right, Coach Nitzler. Well, thank you very much for joining us here tonight, and also good luck against the uh, Coyotes. All right, thank you, Mike. All right, we'll take a quick break, and after that, we'll have the starting lineups for you right after this on ESPN fifteen fifty. You've been listening to the Coach's Pregame Show. Stay tuned. Play-by-play coverage is up next on ESPN 1550, KICS Hastings. As a paramedic, we do interfacility transport, so I see and interact a lot with Mary Lanning. I was on the job, bent down to lift the stretcher, and kind of had a little bit of a pull in my back. After the injury, was not able to do much. Then was referred to Dr. Bell, Mary Lanning and Hastings. And Dr. Bell reviewed things and decided that surgery was the best option for me. After the surgery, I was able to continue to do my job at the highest level. Thank Even more so now than I was before. Mary Lanning felt like I was not just a number. They're not just doing the medicine. They're taking care of the person as a whole and that person's family. My name is Nathan Wigert, and I'm a patient of Dr. Scott Bell at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. High School Football is brought to you by the ESPN 1550 KICS Sports Boosters. Local business supporting local youth and local athletics. Good evening and welcome to Class D2 State Playoffs here on uh, ESPN 1550 KICS Hastings. Tonight we have some, like I said, Class D2 playoffs for you. It's the two-seed Kennesaw Blue Devils hosting the 15-seed Anselmo Myrna Coyotes here on ESPN 1550. Let's thank our sponsors really quick for uh, the playoffs. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Impact Ag Partners as well, your pioneer seed representative. Impact Ag Partners, Craig uh, Weegis and Todd Travis, your local pioneer seed dealer. Pioneer knows more. Let's get you those starting lineups here for the Kennesaw Blue Devils at tight end and cornerback. We have Derek Goldenstein at 10. We have Tyson Dankert at or at quarterback and cornerback, excuse me. And he wears the number 10 at inside linebacker is Trey Kennedy. Sean Duffy plays tight end and linebacker. Corey Frazier is uh, the fullback and linebacker. Drake Olson for the center and defensive end. Eli Jensen playing guard and defensive lineman, and Austin Peterson playing guard and defensive end. And those are your starting lineups for the Kennesaw Blue Devils here on ESPN 1550. Once again, it's the two-seed Kennesaw Blue Devils, 7-1 and one on the season, hosting the 15-seed Anselmo Myrna Coyotes, who are 3-5 and five on the season. Kennesaw, they finished the season, winning six games in a row after losing a, two ga- a game two against Pleasanton, 54-42. They're on a roll here, Wade. And besides, hold on, before we get to Wade, this is Wade Dykeman, my broadcast partner, former St. Cecilia football player and special teams coach, and we're also joined by my statistician, Gene Shaw. And, Wade, 
uh, like I said, Kennesaw coming into this playoff game uh, on fire. Yeah, they sure are. They're a talented team, and um, they know their identity on offense and defensive side of the football. We know that they want to come out and establish a running game, um, averaging over 250 yards per game um, on the ground uh, for just 75 through the air. So I think this team really wants to establish a running game early. Um, on the flip side, the Coyotes, you look at them, they're 3-5, and five, but this is not a bad football team at all. You can't overlook them. Uh, 152 yards per game passing, 210 on the ground, um, averaging 35 points a game. But I think at the, you know, the advantage has to go to Kennesaw right now, um, plus 21 in the turnover margin um, compared to minus one to the Coyotes and, and just the ability to score points, 37 points per game for Kennesaw. So they have definitely had the advantage and a bit of the upper edge in this game uh, tonight. And the thing about the, the Kennesaw team, they're really good defensively, too. They have 15 sacks on the season, 14 fumble recoveries, nine interceptions compared to the offense for Kennesaw. They've only lost one fumble and has one interception. So they got a plus 21 turnover ratios. That's one of the best turnover ratios I've ever seen in football. Yeah, I have not ever seen that either. And um, most of these guys play both ways, and they're just a talented bunch, and they're physical, and they, they get after the football. Um, and I think that this football team uh, – they're going to go after this quarterback for the Coyotes tonight because they do like to throw the football a little bit. So expect Kennesaw to put some pressure on them and uh, try and stretch the field, uh, force the Coyotes to try and get on the perimeter. But their defense is so fast, it's going to be really difficult for the Coyotes. And then we can't talk about the Blue Devils without talking about Tyson Denkert, the uh, quarterback. And also he runs a lot, too. He has 32 for 54 on the season with 573 yards, six touchdowns, only one interception. Then he has 126 carries for over 1,100 yards and 23 touchdowns. This kid almost has 30 touchdowns on the year. Yeah, he's a special player and just a sophomore. Um, that's that's the amazing thing there, too, is they're going to have this kid for two more years. And um, he's kind of their mo uh, vocal point on offense. They like to line up in the I formation with him and shotgun, um, kind of a wildcat system, and, and run him off tackle as well. So uh, we'll see him get quite a few carries and get the ball in his hand every play. All right, uh, we got the national anthem coming up, so we'll let that ride out for you here on ESPN 1550. Here is the national anthem here at Kennesaw High School. Veterans who have fought to defend our freedoms for so long. I'm sure you all know somebody, and we all know that these freedoms did not come free. And with that, pay our respects to the colors and our national anthem.
That was your national anthem here on ESPN 1550. Real quick, Kennesaw Blue Devils, they are wearing all blue here tonight. Blue helmets, blue pants, blue shirts. The Anselmo Myrna Coyotes are in white tops, black bottoms, and a little bit of red trimming as well. Both teams have a good crowd here tonight. Anselmo Myrna coming from kind of far away here. I think it's a past Lexington. So it's a, it's the playoffs here on ESPN 1550, the Class D first round of the state playoffs. Wade, playoff time feels a little bit different, doesn't it? It sure does. A little chill in the air, and um, it's winter go home at this point. So you you got to be excited, got to be prepared, and ready to play on nights like this. And uh, Kennesaw did win the toss, and they elected to receive. So they will start with the ball. They will have their backs to the east end zone. They're going to be moving from east to west to start out in the first quarter from left to right. And the sun is just starting to go down a little bit. Sun's still up, though, here at Kennesaw High School. And Tyson Dankert will be returning this kick. The quarterback, he does a little bit of everything for Kennesaw now. Here is the kick. It's a short one. Fielded at about the 25-yard line. He's going to get past the 30. And he's going to be picked up right there at about the 32-yard line. Now, a little quick reminder in Class D2, it's eight-man football. And also, the field is only 80 yards long. Width is a little bit smaller as well. So it's a little bit different here in eight-man. And Kennesaw will start with the first and 10 at the 32-yard line here on their opening drive of the football game. Midfield is at the 40-yard line. And here they line up in kind of a shotgun wishbone type formation. It's going to be snapped to Dankert. He's going to run the ball, and he's going to get a few yards there on first down. Nice little carry, and that's what we're going to see a lot of tonight. Them just getting those four or five-yard carries and maybe busting on one off every now and again. Yeah, they like to put him in the gun and then use wings and, and kind of let him decide where he wants to run with the football and try and get good blocking to break something loose. And uh, most likely we'll see him break one of those tonight. And that was number 21, Seth Miller, on the tackle for the Coyotes. Now here on second down, they line up in a pistol formation. Ball's on the ground, but Dankert's able to fall on it, so that's a loss of a down there, basically. Uh, no, no play, if you think about it. They just drop the ball, pick it back up, and now we're at third down. And those are the type of mistakes. They might seem small, but they can bite you in the butt. They sure can, and this isn't a team that wants to throw a whole lot. Uh, they sure can with over 500 yards on the season, but uh, they want to be in more of these third and manageable situations. Yeah, Dankert only has 54 passing attempts, but he is 32 for 54 for 573 yards, six touchdowns on the year, only one interception. That's the thing we talked about in the pregame. They do not turn the ball over much, this Kennesaw Blue Devils team. And now here on third down, they're going to line up in the shotgun formation. Dankert's going to roll out. He's going to step up in the pocket. He's going to throw deep. He has a man open, but he's not able to find him a little bit overthrown. We have a flag come out at the end of the play here. It's going to be in the area of pass interference. The referees threw that a little bit late, but it did look like pass interference there at the tail end of that play. Yeah, I think he kind of shoved him forward a little bit, so um, good break here for Kennesaw. I think we're going to see him uh, go to Derek Goldstein quite a bit tonight uh, without the help of Wyatt Hansen, who's out with an injury, the uh, talented senior, 6'3", but uh, we'll see him go to Derek Goldstein uh, quite often tonight, the 5'8", five, 155-pound five, junior. Yeah, the tight end for there, and they do call pass interference on Anselmo Myrna there, so that's going to give them a first down on third down, and uh, those are the type of mistakes if you're the Coyotes, you want to avoid those. Yeah, anytime you uh, start having penalties like that and turn the football over, it makes it challenging to get back into games, and um, it kills a lot of momentum when you're on the defensive side. Yeah, and especially when you come in here as the lower seed, you want you got to play perfect football to upset a team like this. Here on first down, you got a shotgun formation. Dankert's going to run it. He's going to run off tackle. He's going to get a nice little gain here. Dankert 
with uh, what's going to be close to a first down. I think about eight or nine yards there on first down. Oh, actually, they gave him five. I'm not used to these 80-yard fields, but it'll make it second and five now here for the Blue Devils. Yeah, you can sure get up and down the field so much quicker in an eight-man football like this. The drives are going to be quite a bit shorter, um, quite a bit of scoring as well. Yeah, we're already uh, in striking range here for the Blue Devils. They line up in that shotgun formation again. Dankert's going to run the ball. He makes a nice spin, breaks a tackle, and he's loose. He's going to walk into the end zone. That's a touchdown. Dankert's 30th on the season. And he makes the score six to nothing. We have heard in the pregame here that uh, they don't kick the ball here at Kennesaw. They go for two. They don't have a kicker, so we'll see them go for two here on this extra point conversion. And similar play design that we've seen uh, them run a couple plays ago. Uh, they line up, let him run off to the left side. He breaks the tackle and does the rest with his legs. He's a talented quarterback and talented runner. 10.05 left to go here in the first quarter. Six to nothing our score here early on as the Blue Devils will go for two here. They're going to fake the handoff. Dankert's going to keep it. He's going to walk into the end zone again. That's going to make it 8 to nothing. our score here at Kennesaw High School. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to High School Football here on ESPN 1550 KICS Hastings. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to Kennesaw High School for some Class D2 State playoff, playoffs here on ESPN 1550, KICS Hastings. The two-seed Kennesaw Blue Devils hosting the 15-seed Anselmo Myrna Coyotes. Our score, 8 to nothing here at Kennesaw High School after that five-play, 48-yard drive, and it was a 25-yard run by Tyson Danker to cap it off, make our score 8 to nothing as he also converted the extra point, the two-point conversion. We have some presenting sponsors here for the state playoffs, Mary Landing Healthcare, Your Care, Our Inspiration, Husker Power Products, Your Full Service, Irrigation Headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, Impact Ag Partners, your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer, Pioneer, knows more. And uh, the kickoff went out of bounds there, so we're going to get a re-kick here by Kennesaw. Went off the side of the kicker's foot, and uh, that'll push him back to the 25-yard line for the kickoff. Fields are already short here, so giving a team a short field, an 80-yard field, is uh, something you want to avoid yeah, definitely. in Class D2 kind of surprised they didn't just uh, take the penalty and, and start their drive but hey might get something big out of this uh, maybe hoping for return. a return yeah exactly now here is the kick and Dankert's the kicker too he does little, he does everything for this team he also plays cornerback so he might even get an interception or two we'll see right now though he's got the touchdown here they do a little squib kick it is a good squib kick fielded there at the 15 yard line and he's going to get it across the 30 going to make a move going to get close to midfield and he's going to be stuffed right there at the 35 yard line so that's where Anselmo Myrna will start their first drive of the game at the 35 yard line and this is a, a time where you want to stay in this football game because Kennesaw is going to probably keep scoring yeah and I think this team can move the football they're going to have to eliminate the mistakes and uh, be clean on these possessions no penalties and no turnovers because uh, this offense can really get the ball moving yeah Liebert he's kind of a good passer 80 for 156 and 1,200 12 yards here they're going to run a toss play to the far sideline here and it's going to get a nice little gain on first down he's pushed out of bounds right at midfield at the 40 
So that'll be a five-yard gain there on first down. Make it second and five now here for the Coyotes. And we'll see them run out of the gun like that. A lot of sweeps to the outside, speed, speed options, um, and then mix in some passing plays with that as well. Now we have a second down play here for the Coyotes. They line up at midfield. They're coming out in a shotgun, a pistol formation, more like. Live right in the backfield. Going to hand the ball off here. And he's going to be tackled in the backfield there. That is Schmidt on the carry. And that'll be a loss of three yards. That'll make it third and about seven now. Bryce Schmidt there, the guy who uh, lost yards on that play. Yeah, good job by Duffy to come up there and stuff the hole. Uh, brings up a big third down right now for the Coyotes. Yeah, Sean Duffy for the uh, Kennesaw Blue Devils did make a great play there. So as, as we just heard the PA now, just say, I like that. Third and a long six, short seven. So that's what we got here on third down for the Kennesaw Blue Devils. Or excuse me, for the Anselma Myrna Coyotes. They're going to run a little toss play here. No, it's a fake, and they're going to throw deep. They got a man open and just overthrown as he was open there. Miller was, he was outran two uh, Kennesaw Blue Devils there and just not able to complete that pass. Big play there. Yeah, and they're going to try and get the ball in Destry Miller's hands a lot in both receiving and rushing. He's got uh, 1,300 yards or close to 1,300 yards on the year in total total offense. So uh, we'll see them trying to get the football in his hands often. So now here they look like they're going to go for it on fourth down. It's a, Oh, no, they're going to actually punt it, it looks like. It's a little bit different, though, in eight-man. People are more aggressive. You'll see a lot more fourth down attempts. Less kicks, too, because not a lot of these uh, small schools have great kickers. But here on the punt, the left-handed punter there. Actually, or left, but it's actually right-footed. I made a mistake there. But it'll be fielded at about the five-yard line. And they'll bring it up across the 10 and tackled right near the 15-yard line. And that'll make Kennesaw come out on their second drive of the football game here. So this is going to be a lot of the same tonight. Kennesaw is just going to pound the, the rock with Dankert. Yeah, I think so, and uh, they'll mix in a little bit of a running with Trey Kennedy here and there, um, but I don't know how much passing we'll see, uh, so expect Dinkert to uh, get the football pretty often here. Especially if they are they keep control of this football game. We'll see Dinkert run it a lot. Now here on first down, they're going to line up under center. Dinkert's going to take the snap, and the ball's on the ground again. He's going to pick it up. He's going to try to run with it. He's got some running room. Makes a man miss. He's going to get a couple yards out of a broken play there. The ball fell on the ground the second time in this football game. He's able to pick it up this time instead of falling on it, and he gets about two, two and a half yards there on first down. Kind of a broken play. He made something out of nothing. Yeah, he sure did. That was uh, good to be able to get on the football and move it up forward. Um, we did see a couple plays like that in the pregame warm-up, so uh, maybe we'll uh, have co- talk with the coaches there, and they'll get it cleaned up. You think that has a little bit to do with the cold? Uh, it probably does, yeah. Your hands are a little colder, and the ball's a little harder. So, um, But these guys have been practicing it. Now here is going to be the second down play for the Blue Devils. It's going to be a run with Dankert. He's going to look for a hole, not able to, oh, it looks like he actually bounced it outside, made a man miss or two, but doesn't get much there. He loses about a yard there on second down. So that'll make it third and long now for the Kennesaw Blue Devils. Yeah, we'll see what they mix in here. Um, They had a a guy open on the previous drive when they threw the football, so they might look in his direction again and and see if they can't uh, either pick up a big play or draw a penalty again. Now, the only other game that we know the score of right now, I think it's the only other game going on, uh, Garden County and Blue Hill. Blue Hill losing that football game. It's over, actually. Garden County wins 52-6, to so Blue Hill is knocked out of the playoffs here in Class D2. Kennesaw trying to 
get to the second round here in the shotgun formation on third down. They're going to run the ball with Dankert. He's got a lot of running room. He's going to get a first down and more. He's going to break through a tackle and be tackled near midfield. Nice quarterback draw there on third down to get them well worth the yards they needed on third and nine. Yeah, just put the football in your athlete's hand, let him run a quarterback draw, and he does the rest. Uh, good blocking up front and just elusive guy in open field as well, so nice pickup for him. Yeah, they got him down to the 37-yard line, so a big gain there. Nice play call, too, by head coach Craig Schnitzler, the uh, head coach for the Kennesaw Blue Devils. Now here on first down, the Blue Devils line up in a I formation and I formation, and they're going to hand the ball off here. Finally, Denkert doesn't get a touch. Going to hand the ball off to the quarter uh, running back here. He's going to keep his feet moving, and he was tackled at the line of scrimmage, but he kept his feet moving, and he got about five yards there on first down. Good run there. Those are the kind of runs you want to see in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, good run by Trey Kennedy there. and uh, He was hit at the line of scrimmage and just kept fighting, pushing his way forward, and uh, a talented guy as well, also a sophomore. So we're going to see him for a couple years and uh, kind of a, a duo here with Dean Curtin Kennedy, and um, we'll see him get the football often. Yeah, they usually have Hanson there, the senior at running back. He had 82 carries for 452 yards and eight touchdowns before he uh, had a season-ending injury. So it's unfortunate, but they do got a good player there. And Trey Kennedy is a nice first run, keeping those legs churning. Coaches love to see stuff like that. Here on second down, they're going to line up in that wishbone shotgun formation. Another low snap, but it's picked up here by Dankert. He's tackled a little bit after the line of scrimmage at about the 35-yard line. So, again, a couple there. Now we're going to have about a third and four here for the Kennesaw Blue Devils. And he took a good shot there, as you heard from our PA announcer, uh, Porter, number nine um, for the Coyotes, came up and made a good stop. Six minutes left to go here in the first quarter. Eight to nothing, our score. The Blue Devils leading over the Coyotes here at Kennesaw High School. It's the Class D2 state playoffs here on ESPN 1550. Mike Spataro here with you alongside my color commentator, former St. Cecilia football player, and uh, special teams coach, Wade Dykeman. Now here on third down, we have flags fly early before the snap. We'll see what the call is. And it's a false start here on Kennesaw, so that's going to push him back. That's going to make it from a third and three to a third and eight now. So that's a, I talked to Craig Schnitzer about like He said you want to avoid those first and 15s or getting those on third down and that's exactly what happened there. Yeah, and they were trying to draw the Coyotes off sides, and uh, they had a guy flinch but didn't come over in the neutral zone and then um, caused themselves to kind of false start on that play. But uh, I'm sure they'll regroup and, and pick it up here. Now here on third and eight, Kennesaw is going to line up in the shotgun formation with two receivers to Dankert's uh, right. He's going to drop back to throw. No, it's going to be another quarterback draw here, and he's going to get tackled pretty immediately this time. Not able to go anywhere. He's down right at midfield. So that's going to make it fourth and eight here. Now it's decision time for head coach Craig Schnitzler. Now fourth and eight, we'll see what they decide to do, if they decide to punt it or uh, keep the offense out there. It looks like they're probably going to punt it. They are. Dankert's the punter, too. He does everything. Yeah, he sure does. He does everything. He's a good player. Yes, he is. And now here on this fourth down play we have a timeout on the field by the kennesaw blue devils we'll take a timeout right along with them our score here at kennesaw high school 452 left to go in the first quarter kennesaw leads this football eight to nothing on espn 1550 kics hastings curl agency and blue cross and blue shield of nebraska two names you know and trust with locations in hastings roseland kennesaw and minden curl agency has simple health insurance solutions for you your family and business 
Cruel Agency is proud to be a Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Nebraska diamond broker. Visit us in Hastings, Roseland, Kennesaw, and Minden. Don't leave anything in your life to chance. That's what Cruel Agency, your full insurance provider, is here for. Best of luck to the athletes and coaches. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back. Last D2 state playoffs here on ESPN 1550. It's the Kennesaw Blue Devils hosting the Anselmo Myrna Coyotes. Here is the punt by the Blue Devils. It's a short punt. It's going to drop at the 20-yard line. Going to take a Kennesaw roll down to the 12. Yeah, the 17-yard line, actually. That 10-yard line marker is kind of lined up weirdly, but nonetheless, it's like the 17-yard line, and that'll make it first and 10 from the 17 here for the Coyotes. Again, 2019 High School Football presenting sponsors. We'd like to thank them really quick. Mary Lanning Healthcare, Husker Power Products, and Impact Ag Partners. Here's the first down play for the Coyotes. They're going to hand the ball off here, and he's going to be tackled right near the line of scrimmage. Maybe give him a yard there, Trey, or not uh, Trey Kennedy, excuse me, Schmidt for the Coyotes. That'll make it second and nine here. Yeah, and I think they need to get something established in this drive here. And um, They're a team that can score quick as well and put up a lot of points. They scored 78 against Bertrand earlier in the year. So um, you want to try and get this offense off the field if you're Kennesaw. Now here is the second down play by the Mitzelmo Myrna Coyotes. They're going to line up in a pistol formation here. They are moving from right to left. They're going to hand the ball off here. And he's going to find the hole, but not get much after getting through the hole. He's going to be tackled right near the line of scrimmage. Kennesaw playing good D. Those linebackers are flying around. That'll make it third and about, uh, we'll call it probably eight here for the uh, Anselmo Myrna Coyotes. Yeah, he came up and filled the hole real nice there. That was Derek Goldstein, um, the, the talented junior. Now here is going to be this third down play for the Coyotes. They're going to line up in a shotgun formation. And now we have a timeout on the field by the Blue Devils again. So Kennesaw takes their second timeout of the first half. We'll take a timeout as well. Our score here at Kennesaw High School are the Blue Devils 8 and the Coyotes 0 on ESPN 1550. At B&B Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. ESPN 1550 KICS. Welcome back to Class D2 uh, State Playoffs here on ESPN 1550. It's the first round. The two-seed Kennesaw Blue Devils hosting the 15-seed Anselmo Myrna Coyotes here at Kennesaw High School. Here's a third down play for the Coyotes. They're going to hand the ball off here, and he's going to be wrapped up in the backfield. Great play there by the Kennesaw defense. Lose yards on third down, and that'll push him back to fourth and nine. And Anselmo Myrna still not able to get a first down here early on. Yeah, heck of a tackle there by Austin Peterson. And uh, they tried to kind of pin him on the outside. He threw off the blocker and made a nice tackle. Now, Dankert is also the returner here for the Blue Devils. He's just everywhere. Everywhere is uh, 
Uh, Tyson Dankert for the Kennesaw Blue Devils. Now here is the punt. It's almost blocked. It's going to be a high punt. Going to drop right at the 35-yard line. Going to take a coyote bounce. So nobody bounced. Actually, just kind of bounced up in the air. Hits and sticks. I like that. And now it's down at the 32-yard line. So that's where Kennesaw will start their third drive of this football game. Yeah, and don't expect them to change anything up here. They're going to they're gonna run Dan Kurt and um, give it off to Kennedy a little bit here as well. So 8 to nothing. our score. 2.44 left to go here in the first quarter. Mike Spataro here with you alongside Wade Dykeman, former St. Cecilia football player and special teams coach. Also with my stat man, Gene Shaw here, always taking care of the stats. Wade does some stats too. Now here on first down, they're going to hand the ball off. And he's going to make a man miss. He's going to get a first down and more. He's going to be the 20 to the 10. And he's taken out of bounds right at the 10. And we have flags come out at the end here. Not sure what the flags are. We'll see. It looks like he was pushed out right near the 10-yard. I think they got him on a horse collar there, Mike. Oh, they got him on a horse collar. And that was Trey Kennedy on the run there. Big run by the sophomore running back. He's coming out of here playing hard tonight and getting a big explosive play. Those are some of those big plays head coach Craig Schnitzler was talking about in the pregame. Yeah, and they're really good at designing those plays. Uh, they're focusing on Dane Kurt, and he gives it off to Kennedy to the outside and just uses his speed. And it was a horse collar there. That's why we got Wade Dykeman in the booth. For those eyes and knowing those calls, it was a horse collar. So that'll move him up to about the five-yard line, I believe. It's about the seven-yard line, I guess we're calling it. So now they have first and goal here. This is where Kennesaw operates really well. Dane Kurt, they like to give it to him. That's why he has 30 touchdowns on the season. He's going to get it here. He's going to try to make a man miss. He's going to die for the end zone. Not quite get there, but gets a positive gain there on first and goal. He's going to make it a little bit easier here on second and goal. Yeah, and this will be a, a solid first quarter if you can punch it in right here for the Blue Devils uh, to take a nice lead early in the first half. Now 2-10 left to go here in the first quarter. Kennesaw already up to a 8 to nothing lead here at Kennesaw High School, playing well here early on. Now here on this second down play, Kennesaw is going to line up in a kind of wishbone shotgun formation. Is that what you would call it, Wade? Well, I'll get you after this. And now they're going to hand it off to Dinkert. He hurdles a man, and a flag comes out. It's going to be in the area of holding, I believe, because it came from the back judge there. And uh, for now, we do have a touchdown by Dankert. And uh, is that what you would call that sort of wishbone shotgun formation? Yeah, I would say that's pretty close, uh, pretty accurate. Um, in, he lines up with one leg back. It's a little different than what you'd see out of a quarterback in the gun. And um, he's a runner primarily, so uh, expect the run first rather than the pass. And that was a holding call there. So that'll make it second and 12 here for the uh, second and goal from the 12 here for the Blue Devils. And now we have Tyson Dankert touching the ball a lot here early on, Wade. Yeah, we sure have. And um, second down, we'll expect it, expect it some more here, maybe get it off to Kennedy. And now here they line up in kind of a pass formation. Two receivers to Dankert's left. He's going to run the ball, though. They kind of spread him out. He's got some good blocking. He speeds his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Dankert. We're seeing why he scores a lot. He's got some legs on him there, does Tyson Dankert. Yeah, he's a big kid. He's low to the ground, uh, physical. And it's not even a read play. They just fake the run to the right, kind of a crossbuck look, and uh, let him get off to, like the announcer said there, get off to the races. And he, uh, he did. He won that race, too, as he got into the end zone. Good blocking there by the offensive line, too. Yeah, their offensive and line the receivers. exceptionally well. And, yeah, they, they teach their receivers on the outside as perimeter blockers to 
to seal off the edges. I'm sure you can appreciate that being a former receiver for St. Cecilia. Now here they go for the two-point conversion, already up 14 to nothing. They don't kick here at Kennesaw. They just go for twos. They're going to hand the ball off here. He's going to break a tackle, going to try to bounce it outside, get to the corner of that end zone into the pylon. He does. Two-point conversion is good. That's going to make it 16 to nothing. We'll take a break. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. Thanks to all our loyal customers, Gary Michaels Clothiers is celebrating 36 years of business. Buy any suit or sport coat and pants and receive a free dress shirt and tie, $100 value. 20% off all men's and ladies' outerwear. Buy three, get the fourth free on men's ties, dress shirts, belts, and socks. Stock up and save. Men's and ladies' clearance racks. Take an additional 20% off the lowest price. Stop by, shop, and celebrate our anniversary now through the end of the month. Downtown Hastings and Kearney, Gary Michaels Clothiers. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to the Class D2 first round here on ESPN 1550. It's the two-seed Kennesaw Blue Devils hosting the 15-seed Anselmo Myrna Coyotes. Our score here in the first quarter with a minute 30 to go. 16 to nothing, Kennesaw leading over Anselmo Myrna. That last drive, three plays, 48 yards, capped off by a 12-yard touchdown run by Dankert. And it was a two-yard, two-point conversion by Fraze to Cap that drive off. Two touchdowns, two two-point conversions. A lot of twos here. 16 to nothing is our score. Yeah, and that was their 37th touchdown of the year on the ground. So uh, we kind of know their identity compared to just six passing. And Dankert, that's his 31st touchdown on the year overall. Here is the uh, kick. It's going to be a high one field at about the 10. He's going to get across the 20, going to get to the 30 and upended there. Going to fall forward until about the 31-yard line. So that is where Anselmo Myrna will start their third drive of this football game and they got to get something going here they sure do and dane kirk kicked the football off and ran down and still made the tackle that's pretty impressive and yeah that kid is something else he's only a sophomore too like you keep mentioning he's going to be here for a while it's a name we'll remember in class d2 pretty exciting and yeah now like you said coyotes have to get something established here on offense and now they line up in a shotgun formation i'm gonna hand the ball off here i'm gonna bounce it off the tackle a nice little run here. Going to get about four yards on first down, so that'll make it now second and six here for the Coyotes. Getting some positive yards. That's what you want to see. Yeah, it sure is, and uh, we kind of know who the guy is also for them. It's Bryce Schmidt, uh, so expect him to get some more runs out of the gun. I think we're going to see him mix in some passing as well here. And Leibhardt can throw it. They got 1,200 yards from Leibhardt. He can throw that ball, 15 touchdowns, five interceptions. We haven't seen them really throw it tonight. They have one passing attempt, but it was an incomplete pass. Here on second down, they're going to run the ball again. And he's going to get tackled just shy of the first down marker. It's going to make it third and one. So the Coyotes knocking on the door of their first first down conversion of the night here. Yeah, that would be huge. And, and right now they are getting a push on the front of Kennesaw. You wonder if some of those guys up front are a little a little winded. Uh, but good push there by the Coyotes to pick up some positive yards. Now here on third down, they're going to run a toss play here to the outside. He's going to cut it inside, and he's going to barely squeak that first down. It's going to be very close, actually. They mark him down right at the marker. I think they're going to give him that first down. And we'll see where the spot is. They do. They call it a first down. So Anselmo Myrna gets their first first down of the evening. Yeah, and that's a big one. They're past midfield now and uh, have an opportunity to get some points and kind of flip some momentum onto their side. 20 seconds left to go here in the first quarter. We might have enough time for one more play. It looks like they are going to run it. They're going to run the ball here, too. And number 30 is going to be tackled right there. Bryce Schmidt tackled right near the line of scrimmage. Going to be down second and eight. And uh, we'll take a break as the first quarter comes to an end. Our score after one. 
the Kennesaw Blue Devils leading this football game over the Anselmo Myrna Coyotes, 16 to nothing here on ESPN 15:50. Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over a 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw, relax, we've got you covered. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to the Class D2 State Playoffs here on ESPN 1550. Let's give you our presenting sponsors. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. And Impact Ag Partners, your Pioneer Seed representative. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Regis and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more. Now here on this Second down play. They're going to run the ball. And he's going to get about a yard here. It's going to make it third and about seven here for the uh, Coyotes. They really got to get this one. They yeah, got to get a do. touchdown here probably on this drive. Yeah, I agree. And uh, Liebhardt's not necessarily the runner. He's, he's tall and lanky. Um, so expect him to get the ball and maybe like Dusty Miller or, uh, excuse me, uh, Destry Miller <laughs> a little bit here. Now here on third and seven, 11-28 left to go here in the second quarter. Just started 16 to nothing. Our score, Kennesaw leading over Anselmo Myrna. Mike Spataro here with you alongside Wade Dykeman. Here's going to be a pass by Anselmo. It's going to be a little screen play. He's going to have some running room. Makes a man miss. He's going to get a first down. Nice play there by the Coyotes to get that first down on a little screen pass. The first completion of the night for either team. Yeah, mixing it up, uh, finding Cyrus Wells on the outside. Um, Number 15, the sophomore. So nice little play design and, and big first down for him here. That'll make it first and 10 from the 25-yard line here for the Coyotes. They set up here in the shotgun formation. Here is uh, the handoff here to Schmidt. He's going to run off tackle. He's going to try to get something going here. He does find the hole. Gets about five yards there on first down, so that'll make it second and five now. Now we're starting to see the Coyotes getting a little bit of a rhythm here. Yeah, they are, and they, they mix things up so well. They come at you one direction and then hit you on the other side, so they're mixing things up on offense here to try and confuse Kennesaw a little bit. Now here on this second down play, going to line up in another shotgun formation, and this time they're going to hand the ball off to number 15. Wells. And he gets a few yards there. He's going about to get about four yards there on that second down play. It's going to make it third and one now here for the Coyotes. And you're kind of in this situation now where if you, if you don't get this, you're going to probably have another down at fourth down because you're so close to the end zone, about 15, 20 yards away. Yeah, barring a penalty or something like that, uh, I think if it's fourth and short, you definitely want to go for it in this situation. Now here is going to be the third and short play. They're going to hand the ball off here to Schmidt. He's going to get his legs keep moving, but he's going to hit – Right at the line of scrimmage. I think that's going to be just short of that fourth down marker. It's going to be about fourth and inches now here 
for the Coyotes. A big play here early on in this football game. Yeah, it sure is. Good stop there by Kennesaw. And uh, definitely go for it right now if you're the Coyotes and try and pick this up because this is a big fourth down here. Now you hear the crowd starting to chant defense. Really getting into the, into it is the Kennesaw crowd. we got a good crowd from the Coyotes here, too, all the way from Anselmo Myrna. Good showing on them over on the other side of the field. Now we're going to have a timeout here, the third timeout of the half by Kennesaw. We'll take a timeout right alongside them. Our score here at Kennesaw High School, the Blue Devils leading over the Coyotes 16-0 on ESPN 1550. How long was that pass play? Farming. It's genetics, what you're made of. It's agronomy, local knowledge and having the tools to put the right product in the right place. It's service, built on trust, grit, and determination. Because what it takes to make the best product is a lot like what it takes to make a farmer. Golden Harvest, rooted in genetics, agronomy, and service. Contact your local Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman, for more information. Brent and Sarah would like to wish all the KHS students a successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to ESPN 1550. It's a Class D2 first round of the state playoffs here on ESPN 1550. Kennesaw hosting Anselmo Myrna. Mike Spataro here with you alongside Wade Dykeman. Let's get to our presenting sponsors, Mary Lanning Healthcare, Husker Power Products, and Impact Ag Partners. Now here on this big fourth down play, fourth and one, it was a timeout by Anselmo Myrna. That was my mistake. I said Kennesaw was actually Anselmo Myrna. They're going to run a toss play here. They're going to get the first down. Big play, and he's going to be tackled right a little bit after the fourth down uh, marker. So that will be a first down. And uh, Anselmo Myrna starting to move this ball. They need to capitalize on this drive, though. They sure do. Yeah, that was really close. Uh, just got past that marker for the first down. And putting together a nice drive right now, the Coyotes are, and see if they can actually punch it in here on this drive. Now, a lot of teams are, I mean, both teams are passing the are running the ball here. We thought we'd see more passing from Anselmo Myrna, but we haven't seen much here tonight. I think only two attempts. Yeah, they're really sticking to the ground, and so far it's been effective on this drive. Now here on this first down play, first and 10 from the 14, they're going to hand the ball off to Schmidt. Schmidt's going to break a tackle, but he's not going to get far after that. He's going to get about two yards there on first down. So that'll make it uh, actually only one yard he got. So that'll make it second and nine here for the Coyotes. Now that'll make it second and nine football here at the 13-yard line. 8.40 left to go here in this second quarter. Starting to feel the breeze come in. It's getting a little chilly here at Kennesaw High School. They're going to run the ball here with the quarterback, and he's going to be stuffed right at the line of scrimmage. He's going to try to break a tackle, and then a flag comes out late here. Not sure what the flag is, but uh, that'll make it third and long here for Anselmo, we'll see what this flag is first. He was tossed down kind of awkwardly, so I don't know if that's a, a penalty on, on the Blue Devils here. We'll see what the call is here. It's a face mask on Kennesaw. Big penalty there. That's going to be an automatic first down, and that'll uh, put Kennesaw in good scoring position here. Oh, that's a five-yard face mask. Never mind, it wasn't a personal foul. So it was a five-yard face mask. So that'll make it second and four now here for the or for the Anselmo Myrna Coyotes. Now here on this second and five play, second and four play here, they're going to run the ball uh, with Schmidt. He's going to try to bounce it outside. He's going to go way back, 
but then he's going to be pushed out of bounds a little bit after the line of scrimmage. Not much there on second down, and that'll make it third and about four here. Uh, I, actually, Wells on the carry there. It was kind of a, a, oh. a Jets jet sweep look there to, to try and get him on the perimeter. So now it's going to be third and four here. I didn't even know they had the five-yard penalty face mask anymore. Yeah, I, I thought, thought it was, it was just 15. all yeah, always 15 now, but I guess they still do. Maybe in D2, I don't know. Maybe, well, whatever. It's third and four now here on this play. They're going to hand the ball off. He's going to be decked right at the line of scrimmage, but another flag comes out. This one comes out from the back judge. So we'll see what the call is here, though. But uh, another another third down stop here for the Kennesaw Blue Devils. We'll see what the call is, though. As we await the Zebras as they are deliberating. Holding on at Selma Myrna. It's going to be uh, declined. So that'll make it fourth down now here for the Coyotes. And now big play here once again. Let's see if they can convert another fourth down as they did a little bit ago on this drive. Yeah, we'll see maybe if they mix it up here and put the ball in the air. Because um, we know that they can throw. So we'll see maybe if they throw it on this down. Yeah, that uh, quarterback has 15 touchdowns for the Coyotes, uh, Leibart. So we'll see if they do decide to throw it here on this fourth down play. It's fourth and nine now. I don't know what's going on. Here on fourth down, they are going to throw it, air it out to the end zone. A jump ball, it's caught. Is that caught? I think they're going to say it was a catch. They do. And it was a touchdown. What a play there by the quarterback to the wide receiver. That was Destry Miller catching that touchdown. He just uh, threw it up there, and he came down with it at the corner of the end zone. I didn't think he was going to catch that. Yeah, it was actually great coverage on the outside by Dankert. And uh, Destry Miller, the guy we were talking about, they're going to try and get the ball in his hands often. So um, good play, tipped around, and good moment, or uh, a good job by him to pay attention and catch that football. Here on uh, this two-point conversion, looks like they're going to go for 2-2. They don't kick it as much. They're going to try to bounce it to the outside, and it's going nowhere. we got a flag come out, another one. He's going to keep running around, looking for some space to run. I don't know what's going on. He was bouncing left and right. He he kept retreating, and uh, for whatever reason, the refs blew it dead. Yeah, I agree with the PA announcer. We're going to see what's going on here because I really don't know. But here on (laughs) this two-point conversion, the score right now is 16-6. They didn't say it was a in, uh, I didn't think he got tackled, and he kind of just walked in. I think the refs played, uh, blew the play dead a little bit early there. I'm not sure, though. Maybe he stepped out of bounds. They're deliberating as a flag did come out during that play. It's kind of in the area of holding, so we'll see what the call here is. Now, the Zebra still, still talking it over. <laughs> and now, <laughs> still waiting for this call, the PA announcer. Pretty entertaining here tonight at Kennesaw High School. 16-6, to again, our score. 7.54 left to go here in the second quarter. Uh, as it stands right now, the Coyotes have some momentum as they have just scored a cut into this lead. Now we're going to get the call here as we got the referee's uh, block in the back. No, in a, we have no idea what's going on here. They didn't. They, <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. These refs. Uh, didn't point which way it was happening. I think that might mean an inverted flag. I'm not sure if they didn't. Maybe they didn't mean to throw the flag. Well, they're moving the Coyotes back. Then they Are they? Back up, and uh, it's hard telling. Now the ball's still spotted at the, looks like the two or three-yard line. Craig Schnitzler asking for an explanation. I don't know if he's too satisfied with it. You heard some of the fans in the crowd go, what's the call? 
That's what we were wondering, too. We didn't know. I guess we're just retrying the extra point here. <laughs> yeah, we'll <laughs> no just go idea. for it again. Just doing it again. Now, here they're going to run uh, a little pass. They got a man wide open into the end zone for a touchdown. Kind of an advantage there for the Coyotes is uh, Kennesaw thought the same thing was going to happen, and they faked it and then threw it to the wide open guy. It's going to make it 16-8. Our score here on ESPN 1550. We'll be back right after this on ESPN 1550. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946 with over 70 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you are building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evening and Saturday by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to Class D2, first round of the state playoffs here on ESPN 1550. It's the Kennesaw Blue Devils hosting the Anselmo Myrna Coyotes. And Kennesaw, the two seed, Anselmo Myrna, the 15 seed, 16 to 8, our score. Our sponsors for state playoff high school football Mary Landing Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Impact Ag Partners, your Pioneer Seed representative. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weges and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more. That last drive was a 15-play, 48-yard drive and a 13-yard touchdown pass to cap it off. Makes our score 16-8. Kennesaw leading this football game. 7.54 left to go here in the first half. As we await the kickoff here from Anselmo Murda. Dankert back deep to return for the Blue Devils. And it's going to be a little squib kick here. Fielded right at the 15-yard line. Going to make a move, make a man miss, going to get to the 20. He's got some running room, and he trips up. He could have kept going and probably gotten a touchdown there, but he tripped up on the grass there. And he's going to get cross midfield, so a good return nonetheless. That was uh, Derek Goldenstein. There with the return, get it to about the 38-yard line, the opposite 38-yard line. Yeah, heck of a return. It, the ball bounced around. It was a good job by him to pick it up and get outside. Just Make a nice kinda, move, too. Yeah, he did. Uh, unfortunately, just tripped up himself there at uh, midfield. And now here they got a short field to work with, is Dan Kurt and the Kennesaw Blue Devils here on first down. They will line up in that uh, sort of shotgun formation. Dankert's going to pick up that low snap. We've been seeing a lot of those. He's going to make a man miss in the backfield. Nice job to avoid the tackle for a loss. He will get a couple yards there on first down. He it looked like he could have lost some, but he made a nice move and got down to the about maybe a yard. Yeah, number 21, Seth Miller uh, for the for the Coyotes came up and nearly stopped him for a loss. But uh, Dankert's an elusive guy, and he gets positive yards out of it. Now here on this second down play, second and nine, seven, 15 left to go here in the second quarter. They're going to line up in that shotgun formation are the Blue Devils. 16-8 our score. They're going to hand the ball off, fake the handoff. Dankert's going to take it himself. He's going to get a nice little gain here on second down. That's going to make it third and about four now here for the Blue Devils. Yes, that same kind of play design. They run two back sets, uh, fake everybody to the left, and Dankert just keeps it to the right uh, for a nice gain. It's a really effective running formation. And, yeah, they've been just doing that all night. Dankert, how many carries does he have now? He has a lot. Uh, that was his 13th carry on 13 the 13 carries here in the first half alone. And 
They're going to line up here for this third and about six play. The Kennesaw Blue Devils. They faced some third downs early on in this game. They've been able to convert quite a few of them. Here they're going to run the ball with Dankert. He's going to bounce it outside. Not much going for him there. He's going to get uh, tackled right at the line of scrimmage, and that's going to make it fourth down now. They're across midfield, so it's kind of decision time here for Craig Schnitzler. Yeah, and right now you've got to give credit to the Coyotes. They're uh, down one score and forcing Kennesaw into a uh, fourth down here. So uh, good job already by the Coyotes. Now here the... Uh, Kennesaw Blue Devils. We'll see what they decide to do. It looks like they are going to come out with their offensive set. Doesn't look like they plan on punting it here. They're going to come out with two receivers to Dankert's right. Dankert's going to run to the left here. He's got some blocking in front of him. He's going to try to fall forward for that first down. They're going to mark him down right at the first down marker. We'll see if he's got enough. We'll see if we have to bring the chain gain out here. We haven't seen that much this year. I don't think we've seen the chain gain come out once this year. Yeah, I don't think so. They are bringing the chain gain out. Our stat guy, Gene Shaw, says it's going to be just short. Oh, no, it's going to be a first down. That's what Gene Shaw's guessing here. So we'll see what the actual call is. As the chain gain comes out on the field, it's a good time to get to our presenting sponsors, Mary Lanning Healthcare, Husker Power Products, and Impact Ag Partners. And now we have the chain gain. They had to bring it all the way to the other side of the field because that's where the ball was spotted down at. Now, I can't really see the football here. We'll see what the... The refs are going to do. And it is a first down. Big first down there. Fourth and eight. Dankert runs for it, and he's able to get it. Nice conversion there by the Kennesaw Blue Devils. Yeah, that was a pretty dramatic scene right there. Everybody kind of sitting on eggshells, but uh, nice play. Just Dankert again, running hard to the left side and getting that first down. Nice blocking uh, by Kennesaw's line as well. That was one of the biggest plays here in the first half so far that keeps Kennesaw's drive alive. 5.45 left to go here. They're trying to score again before halftime. Now here on this first down play, they're going to throw it with Dankert. He's going to drop back. He's going to throw a little air. He's got a guy wide open. It's caught at the 10. He's into the end zone for a touchdown. And that is going to make the score 22-8. to Kennesaw leads here in the second quarter. Big play there, Wade. Oh, it sure was. Lined up in the I formation, faked the run, and Goldstein was wide open. Uh, good pass there by Danker to float it up and find his receiver for a touchdown. Big play. Yeah, didn't get too worried. He was wide open. Like you said, it was great play design there by the uh, Kennesaw coaching staff. Now here on the two-point conversion with 532 left to go. They're going to line up 4-2. Obviously, they don't have a kicker. Uh, Dankert's going to Pick up the low snap. He's going to run off tackle. He's going to get into the end zone. Easy touchdown. That makes our score 24 to 8. 532 left to go here in the first half. We'll take a break. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. On a winning sports team, all the players work together and good things happen. And this sports broadcast on Platte River Radio happens because of a strong local team. The businesses you hear during this game know the value of advertising their message to sports fans. Our sponsors tell their story to thousands of Central Nebraska listeners every week. That helps their business grow and it makes these broadcasts possible. We'd love to have you join our sports sponsorship team. Go to platteriverradio.com slash advertise and get in the game with us. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to Class D2 High School Football here on ESPN 1550. Our score here at Kennesaw High School are the Blue Devils leading over the Anselmo Myrna Coyotes 24-8 here in the second quarter after that 15-play, 48-yard touchdown drive. It was uh, capped off by a 
34-yard touchdown pass by Dankert. And that was on first down. It was off a nice play action. Their first completion of the night, Wade. It was a good drive there. And they got a big fourth and eight conversion as well. Yeah, that fourth down play was probably one of the biggest so far in this game. And um, you get a stop if you're the Coyotes. You flip the momentum on your side. But uh, Kennesaw gets the first down, big play, and a big touchdown. So now Kennesaw will kick the ball off here. It's going to be a low kick. And it's going to be veering out of bounds. And it's going to be a touchback. He was trying to, the returner for Anselmo Myrna was trying to let the ball bounce out of bounds, but it wasn't able to. That's going to be a touchback, and they will start first and 10 at the 15-yard line. I wasn't actually quite sure where they would start after a touchback in eight-man, but there you go at the 15. So five and a half minutes left to go, and Anselmo Myrna really has to make something happen here. Yeah, they sure do. Uh, this is a big drive for them to, to get some momentum going and uh, establish your offense. They had the nice 15-play drive, so we'll see if they can kind of capitalize on that and get the football moving. Now here on this first down play, they're going to line up in the uh, shotgun formation. I haven't seen them pass the ball much here tonight. Their only completion is on a screen play and also a two-point conversion. Here they are going to pass the ball off a handoff. They're going to throw it deep here, uh, throwing the ball up to number 10. It's going to be incomplete, knocked away by Dankert. A great defensive play there by Dankert. He has been all over the place tonight. Yeah, he sure has. And that was almost the same pass play that they scored on uh, earlier in the game. And Dankert this time gets a hand on it. Uh, kind of a wobbly throw there by their quarterback. Uh, but, again, good coverage. Yeah, Leibert kind of just threw it up there. Wasn't able to complete it. Again, let's get our uh, presenting sponsors for you, Mary Lanning Healthcare, Your Care, Our Inspiration, Husker Power Products, and Impact Ag Partners. Here on the second down play, looks like they're going to throw the ball again. Going to throw it deep again to the other side this time. Looking for his man. Oh, he had it. He had it in his hands, and it was dropped. He was open. It looked like he could have kept going, too, had he was able to get underneath it, but it just went right through his hands, and that's going to make it a third and ten now here for the Coyotes. Oh, yeah, that's a play you'd like to have back because it was right in his hands. He had the defense beat, um, and that was Garrett Porter um, unable to haul that in. So now here on third and ten, we'll see what the Coyotes go with. That's a couple of straight incompletions there. You really don't want to give the ball back to Kennesaw with the way their offense has been playing. Now here on this third and ten play, they're going to run a little screen pass. It's going to be caught by the running back, but he's not even going to be able to get back to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a loss of one. That'll make it fourth and long, and the Coyotes are going to be forced to punt here. Yeah, and Kennesaw standing tall here on defense, getting a big stop. Uh, and get your offense back on the field. And 24 to 8, uh, you have all the momentum right now uh, to get some more points before halftime. Yeah, 4.50 left to go here in the first half. Uh, Kennesaw definitely going to be looking to score again before this half is over. And now here is the punt. It's going to be a low punt, but a far one. It's going to be dropping at about the 35-yard line, going to take a coyote bounce to the 33-yard line. And that is where Kennesaw will start there drive first and 10 from the Kennesaw 33 yard line yeah and this is a big possession here for Kennesaw um, get some more momentum going punch it in the end zone again and you really start taking control of this game and um, for the Coyotes you have to get a stop you have to get your offense on the field and try and flip the momentum uh, the wins out of the sale a little bit over there on that sideline yeah they got to get something going here defensively especially they haven't been able to stop Kennesaw all night here on the I formation for the Blue Devils they're gonna hand the ball off 
And it's going to be a nice little gain here on first down. It's going to be a gain of about three yards. And that's what you want to see when you're a running football team. Get those three, four yards, and maybe you'll pop one loose eventually. Yeah, and Kennedy's a good back. He's tough. He's got some fresh legs in this game, only his uh, third carry of the game. So uh, he's a talented guy, and we're, we're going to see him get the ball. And he hasn't gotten a lot of carries on the year either because their uh, star running back was hurt. Wyatt Hanson, he had 82 carries for 452 yards. But, uh, of course, like we said, he's hurting out. So Trey Kennedy taking the reins here for the Blue Devils. And he's having himself a nice little night as well. But Dankert's been the star of the show. He has all three touchdowns, two rushing, one passing. And uh, he has just been all over the place defensively as well and on special teams. Here on the second down play, they're going to line up in the I formation again. They're going to run it with Dankert. He's going to run to the other side, try to make a man miss. He's going to stiff arm him. Going to make another man miss, and he's going to be up the sideline. He's to the 20, to the 10, and he's going to be into the end zone for the touchdown. Dankert with a great run there. I thought he was going to be forced out of bounds. For sure, but he was able to stay in, stiff arm a guy, and run up the sideline for a touchdown. He showed off some of that speed there. Yeah, he sure did, and that was a great read by the defense. Um, he was right there to make the stop, really, for no gain, and Dankert just does the rest, just uh, gets to the outside, talented athlete, and big touchdown there for Kennesaw. So that makes the score 30-8 to eight here with 342 left to go here in the first half. Dankert with his fourth touchdown on the evening. That gives him 33 for the year in total passing and rushing touchdowns. Now here on the two-point conversion, they're going to keep the ball at Dankert, and he's going to just fall down as he had nowhere to go. Tried to make a man miss, but he kind of fell on his back there. And that'll keep our score at 30-8. to eight. We'll take a break. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to Class D2 High School Football here on ESPN 1550. It's the first round of the state playoffs. Kennesaw Blue Devils hosting the Anselmo Myrna Coyotes, the two-seeded Kennesaw Blue Devils. They're leading right now 30-8 to here in the first half. 342 left to go here in the second quarter. That last drive, two plays, 47 yards, capped off by a 43-yard touchdown run by Dankert for his fourth touchdown of the evening. He has three rushing, one passing, having himself a great evening so far here in his uh, playoff debut. Now here is the kick. Going to be fielded at the 10-yard line by Anselmo Myrna. He's going to get across the 20, going to get to the 30. He's going to make a man miss. He's going to get close to midfield, knocked out of bounds near the 36-yard line. That was the running back Schmidt on the return there. Nice return there. And... uh, and Selma Myrna's got to get something going here offensively. Yeah, and that was a good return. Sets him up in good field position. Uh, all the momentum right now is on Kennesaw's side. It was 16-8 uh, to eight at one point, and they just piled it on after that point, after that fourth down stop. And uh, So we'll see maybe if they can get something moving here on offense. And they got it because if they don't get a first down here, if they get another three and out, all of a sudden Kennesaw's going to have the ball back with a good amount of time left. Here they're going to run the ball. And it's going to go nowhere. He's going to be tackled right at the line of scrimmage. We're starting to see this Kennesaw defense really get into it and uh, play really well here in the second quarter. They're tough up front. They're strong. Uh, and then their linebackers fill the holes well. So this is a talented defense, not just their offense. This is a talented defense as well, and they're physical. And like we talked about in the pregame, that the turnover ratio for this team is outlandish. Plus 21 on the year. 
They have 14 fumble recoveries, nine interceptions does this defense, and the offense has only turned it over twice. One fumble, one interception. Here on this second down play, they're going to line up in the shotgun formation. It's going to be a toss play here to the near sideline, and he's going to get tackled behind the line of scrimmage again. That's going to make it third and long here now for the Coyotes as we have a – I think he went out of – for some reason the ref stopped the clock. Not sure what's going on here. I don't see a flag on the field. Oh, there is a flag. I guess I didn't see it, so there is a flag. We'll see what the call is. As uh, It looks like it's going to be on Anselmo Myrna because they're moving back. Yeah, holding on the Coyotes, so that'll push him back. We'll replay that down, though, but that'll make it about second and 19 here. Exactly what you want to avoid if you're the Coyotes. Yeah, definitely. You do not want to get behind the sticks here. And uh, This is a team that can score quick, and they can throw the football, but against a talented team like Kennesaw, you can't give them any favors. Uh, and they did right there with a big second down 19 here. Yeah, second and 19, and 240 left to go here in the first half. They're going to line up in the shotgun formation. Leibert's going to drop back to throw. He's going to be under pressure, and he's going to throw it here underneath, just out of bounds, kind of just threw it away, and we have a flag come out at the end here. It's going to be a roughing the passer, I believe, on the Kennesaw Blue Devils. Number 13 there, the running back, Trey Kennedy. 43, excuse me, that was 43, Drake Olson there. It could be a base mess. We'll see what the call is. Personal foul, yep, roughing the passer. That's going to be a 15-yard penalty, and I believe it's going to be an automatic first down here. So big play there, big break for the Coyotes. Yeah, that's about as big a penalty um, as you could ask for if you're the Coyotes, and as big a one as you do not want to give up here, Kennesaw. Now they're past the 40-yard line and uh, try to put together a drive. Yeah, that will move the, as you just heard the PA announce today, that moves the football across midfield to the 38-yard line of Kennesaw. The Coyotes looking to strike here again, maybe claw their way into this lead a little bit as they're down 30-8 to eight right now. 2.32 left to go here in the first half. they got to get something going here, and I don't know what's going on with the refs again. For some reason, it says second down. It should be an automatic first down if I'm not mistaken. They're still talking about it. We got... Uh, yeah, they're, giving, yeah, they're giving the first down. There we go. So they called the penalty again. They had to throw the flag back out on the field, basically, and then we had the head empire tell us what the call was again. These referees, maybe not in playoff form just yet. Uh, they're going to need a little practice, I think. Yeah. <laughs> first and 10 here from the 38-yard line. Going to fake the handoff, actually handball off. We have another flag come out here. A lot of flags here tonight so far, Wade. Yeah, they're throwing them all over the plays or all over the field right now. So it uh, looks like this one's going against the Coyotes as well. Now we have a clock stoppage as the refs are discussing it once again. 2.21 left to go here in the first half. You can hear a pin drop right now. It's so quiet. And now they're going to call it against Anselmo Myrna. Didn't quite catch the call there. It looks like they were lined up offsides on that play, I believe. Oh, chop block. Chop block there on Anselmo Myrna. So a lot of penalties coming out here tonight. The flags are just flying. A lot of penalties here in the first half. That'll push the Coyotes back. Wow, chop block is a big penalty. Jeez, that's going to be about a first and, gosh, I'm going to have to wait until first and 25 here. So 2.21 left to go here in the first half. First and 25 now for the Coyotes. 
And now here on this first and 25 play, they're going to hand the ball off to their running back, and he's not going to get much, if any. He's going to get maybe a yard or two there on first and 25, so that'll make it about second and 23 now here for the Coyotes. A lot of penalties here tonight, Wade. Yeah, there has been a lot, and this is a big down here for um, for the Coyotes here, second and 23. You've got to try and get some sort of positive yards if you're going to come back in this game. Second and 22 here for the Coyotes. They're going to line up in a shotgun formation. Probably going to maybe try to pass the ball around here a little bit. Maybe they just want to go into halftime with the score is what it is. Timeout here from Anselmo Myrna. We'll take a timeout right alongside him. You're listening to High School Football here on ESPN 1550. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's uses environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust. At 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to the Class D2 first round of the state playoffs here on ESPN 1550. It's the Anselmo Myrno Coyotes and the Kennesaw Blue Devils here on Second down, they're going to drop back to throw the Coyotes, and he's going to be sacked there. That's the uh, 16th sack of the season for the Blue Devils. That'll make it third and about a bus ride from Anselmo Myrna here for the Coyotes. they got a long way to go on this third down. Yeah, they sure do, and Austin Peters getting excited out there. And Wow, yeah, third and, third and very, very long. Yeah, that's why I said a bus ride all the way from Anselmo. They're going to have to get that many miles if they want to get this first down. A minute 10 left to go. It's about third and 34 here. For the Coyotes. And now they're going to line up in the shotgun formation. About a minute left to go here in the first half. They're going to run the ball here. They're probably going to try to not stop the clock as, as right now they're looking like they are going to have to punt it, but they want to give it back to Kennesaw with as little time as possible as the score is already kind of getting out of hand. It's 30 to 8. We do have a timeout here from Kennesaw. They're trying to get the ball back. They maybe want to score one more time before halftime. We'll take a break. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family seven generations all working for your success rank means results espn 1550 kics welcome back to the class d2 state playoffs first round here on espn 1550 it's the kennesaw blue devils hosting anselmo myrna coyotes 30 to 8 is our score right now 52 seconds left to go here in the first half, Mike Smataro here with you alongside my broadcast partner, Wade Dykeman, and also our stat guy, Gene Shaw, are presenting sponsors for the 2019 High School State Football Playoffs, Mary Lanning Healthcare, Husker Power Products, and Impact Ag Partners. Now here is the punt. It's going to be a low punt, but it's going to go out of bounds, it looks like, right at the 31-yard line. 
And that so, was a wobbler back there. So it, it looked like maybe they could have got through and, and blocked that if they wanted to. 43 seconds left to go here in the first half. We'll see if Kennesaw can get something going here. We've seen them strike fast early in this game already. Yeah, we sure have. And uh, see if they open anything up with their passing or just kind of stick to the basics and, and let one of these guys break off a big run again. Now here on this third down play, first down play, excuse me, 40 seconds left to go here in the first half. Kennesaw is going to line up in the shotgun formation. They're going to run the ball. Thinker actually going to throw it across the field. He's got a lot of running room. He's to the 40. He's to the 30. He's to the 20. He's trying to outrun a man, and he does. And he's going to be pushed out of bounds. No, he stays in bounds. It's a touchdown, Kennesaw. What a play. That makes the score 36-8. to 31 seconds left to go. What a big play there by the Blue Devils. Yeah, they, they rolled him to the right and then threw back to Goldstein, kind of a throwback screen uh, to the receiver, and he does the rest there, gets the outside, um, makes a couple guys miss, and a big touchdown right there. Man, they can score quick. Yeah, that's what we were just talking about. They've scored quick here in this first half, and they do it once again. That was a really nice play design, Wade. Yeah, it sure was, and that's Goldstein's second catch and second touchdown as well. So I think he's got about 90 yards receiving already in this first half. So now here is the two-point conversion attempt. They're going to run the ball here, and he's going to be tackled behind the line of scrimmage, so it's going to be a failed first down conversion attempt, but that'll keep make our score 36-8. 31 seconds left to go here in the first half. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. This is Tom at Burt's Pharmacy. Medicare Part D sign up through December 7th. Plans change, deductibles change, preferred pharmacies, non-preferred pharmacies, donut holes. It's all confusing. We're here to help you, and it's important to come to us to eliminate the confusion. Let us do the sorting out for you. There's still time for us to assist you. Stop in at either location, Burt's downtown or Burt's on 14th and Bellevue, 402-462-4343 downtown, 402-462-4466 at the clinic. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to High School Football here on ESPN 1550. It's starting to get a little chippy, a little cold, not chippy, a little nippy is what I should say, I guess. 36 to 8 is our score here at Kennesaw High School. That last drive, one play, 49 yards, a 49-yard pressing touchdown to, it was Goldstein there on the catch, the tight end, Derek Goldstein, Goldenstein, throw by the quarterback, Dankert, his fifth touchdown of the night, and our score is now 36-8 here on High School Football on ESPN 1550. We're coming to the end of the half here, 24 seconds left to go. Anselmo Murno will come out. We'll see if they decide to do anything with it. But right now, it's almost a perfect first half by Kennesaw. Yeah, sure was. That's a, exactly the first half you want. You go back to that fourth down play that they were able to convert. Um, that, I think, was kind of the changing point, get all the momentum on their side. and They haven't looked back since that point. And now here on this first down play, Anselmo Murno will line up in the shotgun formation. They're going to run a little toss play here to the near sideline. He's going to run it up the sideline, and we have another flag come out here. This one's going to be in the area of holding. We'll see what the call is, but a uh, lot, a lot of flags here in this first half. Yeah, they've been <laughs> they've been throwing them left and right tonight, and uh, um, we'll see them here. And a lot of them have been on the Coyotes, honestly. Only a few have been on uh, the Kennesaw Blue Devils, but that is on the Coyotes. It's holding, so that'll push them back. At this point, you just kind of want to get into halftime without anything worse happening. You have 20 seconds left to go here in the first half. And that was a conservative play call, just a sweep to kind of the outside and um, got the holding penalty. I think they were just kind of trying to run out the clock there. Replay the down. And now we will replay that down. It's going to be first and about 13, 
here for Anselmo Myrna. And now they'll line up in the shotgun formation once again here. 20 seconds left to go. They're going to run a toss play to the other side. Ball's on the ground, and it's going to be picked up by Anselmo Myrna, and that's going to take us to the end of that. Actually, we have a the clock stopped again here, and now we have it going. Now we have it going. So that'll take us to halftime. Our score here at the end of the first half are the Kennesaw Blue Devils, 36, and the Anselmo Myrna Coyotes, 8 on ESPN 1550. Locally owned Hastings Physical Therapy is the leader in one-on-one hands-on care. Hi, my name is Sean Vonerfecht, and at Hastings Physical Therapy, we want you to know the choice is yours when selecting your physical therapist. Our staff at Hastings Physical Therapy is committed to helping patients meet their goals in a relaxed, calm environment with the highest level of care for your recovery. We're located at 2307 Osborne Drive West at the corner of 281 and Kansas Avenue. To learn more about our services and team, log on to HastingsPhysicalTherapy.com. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. B&B Carpet and Donovan, now with Pergo Extreme Rigid Flooring, where high performance runs deep. Deeper visuals, deeper protection, deeper warranty. For the number one preferred brand in flooring, Pergo Extreme offers unmatched durability and a guarantee you expect from a high performance floor. Pergo Extreme's warranty is worry-free for life, providing extreme debt resistance, 100% kid and pet-proof warranty, and waterproof warranty. For the worry-free solution, see B&B Carpets and Donovan, and you'll see why your friends say, that's where we always go. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to the Class D2 State Playoffs here. It's the first round at Kennesaw High School. The two-seed Kennesaw Blue Devils are hosting the 15-seed and Selmo Myrna uh, Coyotes. Let's get you a real recap of the first half there. Kennesaw came out hot in the first quarter. They started off the drive, their first drive of the game with a Five-play, 48-yard drive that was capped off by a 25-yard run by Tyson Dankert. And that's going to be a name we'll hear tonight a lot in this first half wrap-up. The next touchdown drive was a three-play, 48-yard drive by Kennesaw. That was capped off by a 12-yard run by Dankert. And then and Selma Myrna would answer back at this point. They got a 15-play, 48-yard drive that was uh, capped off by a 13-yard passing touchdown. That made our score 16-8. to and then after that, it would be all Kennesaw. They scored three straight touchdowns, a 34-yard passing touchdown by Dankert, a 43-yard running touchdown by Dankert, and then to close out the half with 31 seconds left, a 49-yard passing touchdown by Dankert. The guy who caught both those touchdown passes, that was Derek Goldenstein. So that makes our score at halftime, 36-8. to Blue Hill leading this football game over Anselmo Myrna. Yeah, that was all Kennesaw in the first half. Uh, we saw early the Coyotes kind of were hanging with them. It was 14 to or 16 to eight, excuse me, and um, had an opportunity to get them off the field on that fourth down and, and get an opportunity to get your offense back out. But picking up the big fourth and fourth and seven, fourth and eight there, and going down and scoring, taking it 24 to eight, uh, and then it was all Kennesaw, like we were saying, uh, punching it in from every which way. Um, Dankert touching the ball and throwing it, um, two catches 
um, by Goldstein for 90 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, then you have Dan Kirk carried the football in the first half 17 times for 129 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, and then add in Kennedy on a couple carries, three carries uh, for 42 yards in that first half. Um, so really good job on Kennesaw's offense, even better job on defense as well, just kind of stuffing anything that the Coyotes were, were throwing at them other than that one deep pass play. But they've um, done a great job on defense, um, slowing their um, Coyote offense down. We thought maybe they would have a little bit of little bit of trouble at times um, covering that pass, but uh, they've answered the call here in the first half. Yeah, Kennesaw just plays nearly a flawless first half here. And we got to mention, of course, if they get one more touchdown here and a two-point conversion, that'll officially get the clock running, and uh, we'll have a running clock rule as long as they stay up by 35 or more. Yeah, we kind of thought that they'd be able to run the ball a little bit more as well. And um, uh, Schmidt there in the first half, 12 carries, and uh, he had only around 30 yards or so in that first half. So they're doing an excellent job slowing down their running game. And uh, the penalties have also affected the Coyotes quite a bit in that first half, five penalties. Um, and we're looking at here, uh, oh, two personal fouls, and then you had three holding penalties. And, um, and then that ridiculous uh, penalty over here that they got to re- retry the That the one down, was weird. Was I think they confusing. said, yeah, we didn't get a call on that one. They just said, hey, we're redoing the down. Yeah, Not like moving it. the ball. That was really weird. And they got the two-point conversion because of that, too. And obviously, it might be inconsequential at the end of the day, but these refs got to get their stuff together. It's playoff time. Yep, absolutely. But, uh, yeah. Other than that, though, they've, they've been calling it a, a decent game. But that was a little rough patch for them there in the first half. We didn't know what was going on. Even our PA announcer up here didn't know what was going on. And uh, nonetheless, though, our score at halftime, 36-8. to 8, So, like we said, a little bit inconsequential. Yeah, and uh, I think if you're the Coyotes, you have to come out you, and play mistake-free football in the, in the next half here. Uh, no turnovers, no penalties. No, um, no mistakes, uh, which is extremely hard to do, but they have to establish something on offense and try and get Dane Kirk down um, on first contact because he gets hit and he keeps his legs churning and picking up huge yards. He's got five total touchdowns in that first half, and I don't expect them to do anything different in the second half, uh, Kennesaw's offense. Let the quarterback run those power plays, mix in maybe some play-action pass because that was so effective in the first half. Yeah, they had that one big touchdown was, or both of the big touchdowns were play-action passes. And when you run it like that, you keep running, you keep running, you kind of get the defense in a rhythm, and they're like, all right, here comes another run. And then all of a sudden, that one pass play tricks them. Yep, it does. Yeah, and that was great play design. Um, That one play, they rolled to the right side. It looked like another quarterback keeper, another power play with their quarterback, Dankert. Um, But he rolls to his right, throws back to his left to Goldstein, and then uh, Goldstein just does the rest for a 60-yard touchdown. And um, Really good offensive first half for the Blue Devils. Yeah, and this is the first round of the state playoffs here. So it's a two-seed hosting the 15-seed Kennesaw being the two-seed and Selma Myrna being the 15-seed. And Kennesaw had a great season there, 7-1. and one, And Selma Myrna, uh, decent season at 3-5. and five. Kennesaw is coming to this game winning six games in a row, and you really feel that from this team. They have a lot of confidence in what they're doing. Yeah, and they've totally, I mean, they've gotten better as the year's gone on. They're an impressive team. Uh, they're well-coached. They understand their scheme. Um, even with these younger guys, we've got some sophomores out there making big plays, including Dan Curtin. Um, so this is a young team, and they're going to continue to get better. And uh, they're definitely a threat throughout the playoffs. This is a team that, when they go into the playoffs, they're 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 fighters. They always play well, and um, averaging 37 points a game. So um, that'll go. That number will go up tonight. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they're already averaging 37. They're already at that goal basically. And if they get another touchdown, a two-point conversion, without uh, the Coyotes scoring, like we said, that'll make it. A running clock, 36 to 8 is our score. We'll take a quick timeout, then we'll come back and get you some scores from around the state 
here in the Class D2 State Football Playoffs right after this on ESPN 1550. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. Currently, I have children as young as a year old that are working on some feeding and swallowing, problem solving, and those basic speech and language areas of articulation and phonology. Those are what most people think of when they think of speech therapy. These children are going to go out into the community and they're going to be able to make a difference and they're going to be able to be independent. When I came to Mary Lanny, there was no pediatric speech therapy program. Our space was very limited, and we've more than outgrown that space. The first time a child does something that they've not ever done before, it's so rewarding. All that time and effort, it makes it worthwhile, and it just makes you want to continue to do what you do every single day. My name is Brooke West, speech-language pathologist at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to the halftime here for the Class D2 State Playoffs on ESPN 1550. It's the two-seed Kennesaw Blue Devils hosting the 15-seed Anselmo Myrno Coyotes. At halftime, our score, 36-8. to Kennesaw leading over Anselmo Myrna. Let's get you some scores from around Class D2 and Class D1, as this year we have Class D2 and D1 playing on Thursday. Tomorrow we'll have Class A, B, C1, and C2. So let's get you all these scores. First of all, let's get you the score we know from the game that Kennesaw might, the team that they will play next week is the winner of Pleasanton and Brady. And uh, the score right now is 8 to nothing, And that's the 7-10 matchup. Let's get you a final we know of. Blue Hill area team, unfortunately, out of the playoffs. They lose to Garden County, the one seed, 52-8-6 to there in the first game for their playoffs. So their season is done. They finish the season 4-5. and five. Now let's get to the rest of the scores here in D2. Overton leading over Chambers, Wheeler, Central, Ewing, 16-14. to Close one there in the fourth quarter, and uh, that's a 9-8 matchup. Elwood beating Maxwell right now at halftime, 40-13. to Central Valley over Medicine Valley. This is a final, 36-12 to is our final there. Sandhills-Thedford uh, losing to Mullen right now. That's a little bit of an upset alert. The 14 seed over the 3 seed, 12 to nothing at halftime is the score there. And then we don't have the score for Axtell and Twin Loop just yet. Now let's move over to Class D1 over there. Oh, no, actually on Class D2 we still got a few more scores. I'm sorry. Lawrence Nelson right now taking care of Allen, 48-24 to in the fourth quarter. Johnson Brock over Why Not. That's a final, 62-14. Fall City Sacred Heart leading Diller Odell at halftime, 48-6. to Hardington Newcastle over Meade, 16 to nothing in the second quarter. Bloomfield just dominating Pender there at halftime, 54 to nothing. And then Plainview is winning over Randolph in the first quarter, 8 to nothing in that game. Over in Class D1 now, Cambridge is beating Nebraska Christian. This is a 116, but it's only 12 to 6 right now. So a close game there in a matchup you wouldn't think would be close. And in the 8-9 matchup, a matchup you might think would be close. West Holt is beating 
Neli Oakdale, uh, 27 to nothing. And then Burwell over Hitchcock County, 48 to 12. That's a final. This is basically a final. Fullerton over Morrill, 42 to 6 in the fourth quarter. Arcadia Loop City losing to Alma right now. Another one of those 14 3 matchups where it's a close game and almost winning, 26 to 20. Sutherland leading right now over North Central, 32 to 16. And then on uh, the other half of the bracket, Lutheran High Northeast over Central Catholic, Lourdes Central Catholic, 20-14. to 14. This is a final here. Osceola High Plains over Elkhorn Valley, 73-12. to 12. Weisner Pilgner beating Creighton right now, 16-12. to 12. And BDS, Bruning Davenport Shickley, the defending state champions, losing right now to Guardian Angels Central Catholic, 14-6 at halftime. That's a 2-15 matchup. Same matchup we're seeing here tonight in Class D2. But right now, Bruning Davenport Chickley losing that football game at halftime. Cross country beating Laurel Concord uh, Coleridge 24-6. And then last but not least here, Southern over Tri-County in the first quarter. 6 to nothing is the score over there. So those are your scores around the playoffs tonight in Class D1 and D2. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with a little bit more talking about the upcoming second half. And then the second half for you right after that on ESPN 1550. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Farming. It's genetics. What you're made of. It's agronomy. Local knowledge and having the tools to put the right product in the right place. It's service. Built on trust, grit, and determination. Because what it takes to make the best product is a lot like what it takes to make a farmer. Golden Harvest. Rooted in genetics, agronomy, and service. Contact your local Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman, for more information. Brent and Sarah would like to wish all the KHS students a successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946 with over 70 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you are building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evening and Saturday by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to Class D2 High School Football here on ESPN 1550, KICS Hastings. Wade Dykeman uh, alongside you here with me, Mike Spataro. I kind of said that in reverse there. It's the playoffs. We're trying to change things up. As uh, we saw a couple of things changed up from Kennesaw, they had a couple of really nice play-action plays there in the first half to get a couple touchdowns. Dankert's running it all over. I think he's got five total touchdowns. Our score right now, 36-8. to Kennesaw leading over uh, the Coyotes here two, in a 2-15 matchup here in the first round of the Class D2 State Playoffs. Wade, what are you expecting to see here in the second half? From uh, First, we'll talk about the Coyotes. What do they need to do to maybe get some momentum going well they have to establish the run you look at uh, giving the football to schmidt he's carried the ball 12 times in the first half and just 33 yards so uh, not a very solid average right there for running the football i think this team has to get those five six yard chunk plays and 
um, not getting those long down distances that we've seen them. Uh, five penalties in the first half, 50 yards, and they were huge penalties every single time. Um, it seemed to kill all their drives that the Coyotes were putting together. And then um, their quarterback, he's got to mix in a little bit, three of five for 30 yards. He does have the big touchdown. So they really have to get something moving on offense because it doesn't seem like they can stop Kennesaw's uh, power attack tonight. And then uh, Kennesaw, obviously, uh, in the first half, doing everything on the ground and even through the air, a team that doesn't throw a whole lot. Um, had success with two touchdowns. That's their only their eighth touchdown through the air on the season. But uh, uh, good plays, good good designs. Just the uh, what was he two for two in the first half, or uh, excuse me, four for seven for 92 yards and two touchdowns. So solid first half there. And I, I think we're going to see Kennesaw keep doing the same thing, mix in those quarterback runs, maybe get Kennedy involved as well. So uh, good first half, and I think Kennesaw kind of keep things rolling here. And right now, uh, as we said, they would be playing the winner of Pleasanton and Brady next week. Right now, Pleasanton is winning over Brady. Eight to nothing is the score over there. So if you're Kennesaw, you kind of want to get out of this game with minimal injuries and, uh, you know, probably get this running clock going so they can get out of here as quick as possible. Yeah, anytime you can get your starters off the field, uh, especially a first round like this, uh, uh, that's always beneficial for your team. Get some of those younger guys that that work hard during the week and practice and stuff like that to – Get a little game experience, but you look at it as well. Young guys, these are sophomores out here starting and making huge plays. So um, it's not like they have a whole lot of depth there. Uh, so uh, we'll kind of see what they decide to do here in the second half. But, uh, yeah, you always want to get out and keep your guys healthy. Now we'll we'll take one more quick break before the half starts. i got about a minute and a half, so we'll take one more break. Again, it's halftime here at uh, Kennesaw High School. Our score are the Blue Devils, 36. The Coyotes, 8. We'll take a quick break. Right after this, we'll have the first second half for you on ESPN 1550. Are you suffering from arthritis pain or recovering from surgery or injury? Maybe you're trying to exercise and the pain makes it difficult. If so, you should consider warm water aquatic therapy as part of your solution. Physical therapy and sports rehab of Hastings can help you feel better in a 94-degree heated therapy pool. You don't even have to know how to swim, walk, exercise, and float your way to feeling better. So if you or your doctor are considering aquatic therapy, contact PTSR or visit our website, ptsrhastings.com. There's just one place where students are students first and athletics are played with purpose and perspective. That place is your local high school. High school sports offer more than the joy of competition. Studies show that student-athletes in Nebraska are also likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in other areas of their lives, including academics. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Nebraska School Activities Association and the Nebraska State Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to high school football here on ESPN 1550 KICS Hastings. Our score as we begin the second half, 36 to 8. Kennesaw leading over Anselmo Myrna. Right now, Kennesaw will be kicking off as they won the toss and uh, they elected to receive, so now they'll be kicking off here to start the second half. Already up 36 to 8. The Coyotes got to get something going here, Wade. Yeah, and Kennesaw's defense is getting right after them. You look at uh, they've had a couple sacks in the first half as well and um, forcing Coyotes into um, long down and distances, forcing them into making mistakes. So I expect Kennesaw to attack them here on on defense. Here's a little squib kick that's uh, trailing out of bounds, and it will go out of bounds, so that'll be a penalty here. They'll have a choice to spot the ball or re-kick it, so we'll see what the Coyotes decide to do. 
here after this. Yeah, they, so they're going to back him up and have him re-kick it like they did earlier in the game. He's he kind of a squib kick when he when he kicks off, and I think they're hoping that they can get a bounce because they had a couple good returns earlier in the first half. So um, we'll see. Maybe maybe they can rip one off here and get a little bit of confidence built up if you're the Coyotes. Yeah, so we'll get a re-kick here from Dankert as he'll be kicking off here from the 25-yard line now. And now here is the uh, kickoff from Dankert. It's going to be a line drive this time. And this one looks like it's going to stay in bounds. It's going to be fielded at about the 10-yard line by the Coyotes. And he's going to get tripped up right at the 20, 30-yard line. So that's where the Coyotes will start their first drive of the second half. Yeah, and I think that they need to get the, the ball in Destry Miller's hands a little bit here or uh, even throw it up, up top or maybe spread these guys out a little bit because uh, – Kennesaw's coming downhill and, and hitting them pretty good. Yeah, and Destry Miller, he's the guy who has that lone touchdown. He caught it over there on the corner of the end zone. It was a really nice play there by the Coyotes. Now they're going to line up here in first down. They're going to line up in the shotgun formation, and they're going to hand the ball off here to Schmidt. Schmidt's going to get nothing going for him. He's going to get back to the original line of scrimmage. It looks like maybe a gain of one there. So that is going to be actually number 10 there on the carry. That is Destry Miller, I think. So that's going to be two-yard gain. It's going to make it second and eight now here for the Coyotes. Yeah, you've got to get something going. Um, the Coyotes can't afford to give the ball back to Kennesaw because I, I don't know how well their defense can make stops here. Now here on second down, they're going to run a little toss play here. This one is going to be uh, tackled in the backfield, it looks like. Yeah, he's gain tackled, brought down to the ground. He's going to be back at the original line of scrimmage. So that'll now make it third and ten here for the Coyotes. Early on, a big third down here for the Coyotes. If they don't get something here, you got to think it's getting close to the, the fat lady singing. Yeah, and they, they like that play where they, they toss it to the near side out of the shotgun formation. But I'll tell you what, Kennesaw's defense really flows to the ball. They've got linebackers that play offense, defense, special teams, uh, and they're fast, and they get to the football and, and wrap a guy up. They, you don't see them miss many tackles. Now here is going to be... The third and nine play, 10.40 left to go here in the third quarter. Our score, 36-8 to eight here at Kennesaw High School. Mike Sotaro here with you alongside Wade Dykeman. They're going to line up in the shotgun formation. Here are the Coyotes here on this third down. And we're going to have a timeout taken by Anselmo Myrna. Before we take a timeout with him, let's get you our presenting football sponsors for the state playoffs. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, and Impact Ag Partners, your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer, Pioneer knows more. We'll take a quick break. Our score here at Kennesaw High School are the Blue Devils, 36, the Coyotes, 8. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to high school football. Here's the third down play by the Coyotes. He's going to drop back to throw as the quarterback, and he's going to throw a little screen pass underneath to the right, and it's going to be incomplete. Kind of a broken play there. It looked like there was some confusion on that third down play there, Wade. Yeah, trying to set up a screen, and he kind of ran into one of the defensive linemen. Didn't get turned around, and 
um, had to kind of toss it into the dirt. So um, busted play, and now Coyotes are going to have to punt back to this dangerous offense. And here is the punt. Snap is good, and the punt is going to be a high one. Fielded at about the 23-yard line here by Kennesaw. He's going to take it upfield with a running start. He's going to be down at the 30. Nice return there by Danker down at the 31, 36-yard line, actually. And this is where Kennesaw will start their first drive of the second half. It seems like in eight-man there's not many bad field positions here. No, yeah, it's, it's different in eight-man. You're almost past midfield already, and uh, get a score here would be huge. You get that running clock. and If you get the two-point conversion. Uh, if you get the two-point conversion, like you said, and um, that'd be big for Kennesaw. Now Kennesaw is going to line up here with their offense on the field for the first time here in the second half, already leading in this football game, 36-8, trying to get to the second round of the state playoffs, going to play the winner of Pleasanton and Brady. Here they line up in the I formation. It's going to be a run, and they're going to get about four yards here on first down. That'll make it second and six now here for the Blue Devils. That was uh, Trey Kennedy there on the carry. Yeah, I think we're going to see his name number called a little bit more here in the second half, as well as Corey Frost. Um, I think those guys are going to get the football mixed up in their hands tonight. And that will make it second and six here. 9.55 left to go here. In the first half, in the second half, and that'll they'll line up in the I formation. The ball is fumbled on the ground. It's a uh, not a great snap there. Danker was able to pick it up though, but he's going to be pushed back way far, about two yards back of the original line of scrimmage. So that's going to make it third and twelve. And now uh, you see the Coyotes catch a little bit of a break here. That's about the third time we've seen the ball go on the ground here for the Blue Devils. Yeah, and, uh, we talked about that in the pregame. They were having a little issue. Uh, holding on to the ball, and uh, I don't know if that, like you were saying, too, the cold and uh, maybe a few nerves coming into this first playoff game. Third and 12 now here for the Blue Devils. They line up in the shotgun formation. Going to drop back to throw his Dankert. He's going to roll to his right, and he's going to be sacked here. He's going to be taken down. He had nowhere to go. That's going to make it fourth and long now, and the Coyotes get that stop that they very much needed. Yeah, that was huge. They got off the field. You, you had Kennesaw in good field position. Um, have the fumble there, and then get a big sack. And I think that's only what their seventh sack of the season. So big one there for the Coyotes to to get things going and maybe get their offense on onto the field to make some momentum change. And now Anselmo Myrna will more than likely receive the ball back here. They have a man deep to return as Dankert's uh, ready to punt this ball away. Here is the punt. It's going to be a low one, but a line drive. Fielded at about the 20-yard line here by Anselmo Myrna. He's going to make a man miss. He's going to get to the 40. And he's going to be tackled just shy of midfield. Good return there for the Coyotes. Yeah, and that's Destry Miller, the the talented. Um, he's got over 1,300 yards, uh, all-purpose yards on the season. I think you have to get the football in his hands. He's quick. Uh, he's athletic, and, and he can make guys miss in open field. And you saw the speed, uh, him catching the football on the run. So I, I think they got to get the football in his hands some more. Yeah, Destry Miller, you, you were calling for that earlier, and uh, he got that big touchdown earlier in the first half, the only touchdown here for the Coyotes. 8.50 left to go here in the third quarter. They're going to hand the ball off here, and uh, it's going to go for nothing. Ball's on the ground. Kennesaw says they have it. We'll see what the call is, and they do. Kennesaw comes down with it. The first turnover of the night here, and Kennesaw is able to fall on top of it. Now Kennesaw is going to have great starting field position once again here, Wade. Yeah, you can't have that if you're the Coyotes. Uh, we, you have to have a clean second half. You want to compete in this this game here tonight. And uh, coughing the football back up and giving it to Kennesaw. And 
We'll see. Maybe maybe they can uh, turn things around from that previous drive where they had the sack and the fumble. Sean Duffy was the guy who came up for with the football there for the Kennesaw defense. Now here on this first down play for the Blue Devils, they line up in the I formation. They're going to hand the ball off here. No, Kennesaw's going to be back to throw. they got a man wide open. Once again, it's caught here. He's tackled just at the 15-yard line. Those play-action plays have been hurting the Coyotes all night here tonight. And it's the same play design, that play-action pass. He steps back and... Uh, Goldstein had his hand up in the air for 15 yards before the ball actually got to him. Um, awesome play design and third catch of the game for Goldstein. That was a big one. I think he has all three catches here tonight. He also already has two receiving touchdowns. Yeah, he does. Yeah, two receiving touchdowns. Add another uh, big play to that stat as well. Yeah, Goldstein, uh, early candidate for player of the game alongside of Dankert. And now here on this first down play, they're going to hand the ball off. Not going to get much going there. Get a few yards there on first down. It's going to make it second and about eight now here for the Blue Devils. And getting Kennedy involved there uh, in the running game again here. So uh, good to see him get some touches because he's a quick and talented back as well. And now here on second down and eight, the Blue Devils will line up uh, in the shotgun formation with two receivers to Dankert's right. I don't see this too often. Usually they line up in bunch formations. Here, they're going to fake the handoff. Dankert's going to keep it himself, and he's going to be tripped up. He had some running room. Could have maybe got a touchdown there, but uh, he was tripped up by the lineman for the Coyotes, and that'll be a few yards, four yards there on that second down. It'll make it third and four now here for the Blue Devils. One of the better tackles we've seen. He kind of went, went low on his legs and knocked him down, and I think he was a little slow getting up there. 7.20 left to go here in the third quarter. 36-8, to eight, our score. Mike Spataro here with you alongside my uh, color commentator, former St. Cecilia football player and special teams coach Wade Dykeman here on this third down play. They're going to run it with uh, Dankert, and he's going to try to get this first down. He's going to be very close. you got to imagine they'll go for it, considering the fact that they don't have a, a kicker here at Kennesaw. They like to go for those two-point conversions too. So we're going to have fourth and very short, I believe. So, yeah, that'll make it a fourth and about three. So we'll assume that Kennesaw will go for it here as uh, they have a chance to either extend this lead or Coyotes have a chance to maybe get some more momentum. Yeah, and this is kind of the territory that they like. They, they use their quarterback and also their running back, so you might see them fake that and quarterback power around one of the ends. Uh, Kennesaw is going to line up here for this fourth down attempt. They're going to line up in that kind of wishbone shotgun formation. And it looks like we're going to have a timeout here. A timeout by Kennesaw. We'll take a timeout right alongside of our score here in the third quarter. The Blue Devils, 36. The Coyotes, 8 on ESPN 1550. Curl Agency and Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Nebraska. Two names you know and trust. With locations in Hastings, Roseland, Kennesaw, and Minden, Curl Agency has simple health insurance solutions for you, your family, and business. Curl Agency is proud to be a Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Nebraska diamond broker. Visit us in Hastings, Roseland, Kennesaw, and Minden. Don't leave anything in your life to chance. That's what Curl Agency, your full insurance provider, is here for. Best of luck to the athletes and coaches. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to Class D2, first round of the state playoffs here on high school football, or on ESPN 1550, high school football on ESPN 1550. Kennesaw Blue Devils hosting the Anselmo Myrna Coyotes. Kennesaw, two seed at 7-1. and one. 
Anselmo Myrna, the 15th seed at 3-5. and five. We have a 4th and 3 here for the Blue Devils, already leading 36-8, 4th and 3 from about the 4-yard line, so we'll see if they can punch it in here. They're going to run it with Dankert, and he's going to get into the end zone for a touchdown. That makes our score 42-8 to eight here, pending the two-point conversion. If they get it, we'll have a running clock. If they don't, the clock will stay stopped. Uh, for the time being, but right now, Kennesaw in complete control of this football game. Yeah, we kind of knew what was coming with that fake quarterback keep. It's not even a read. He just fakes the belly and tucks off to the right side, and that's a nice play, and um, his fourth touchdown of the night. So now they'll line up for the two-point conversion attempt. Will the Kennesaw Blue Devils? Here, Dankert's going to drop back to throw. Actually, he's going to throw it over the middle, close to a catch. And it's caught. It was very low to the ground, but he's able to come up with it. That makes our score 44-8. to 6.15 left to go here in the third quarter. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. Thanks to all our loyal customers, Gary Michaels Clothiers is celebrating 36 years of business. Buy any suit or sport coat and pants and receive a free dress shirt and tie, $100 value. 20% off all men's and ladies' outerwear. Buy three, get the fourth free on men's ties, dress shirts, belts, and socks. Stock up and save. Men's and ladies' clearance racks take an additional 20% off the lowest price. Stop by, shop, and celebrate our anniversary now through the end of the month. Downtown Hastings and Kearney, Gary Michaels Clothiers. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to high school football here on ESPN 1550. The Blue Devils leading right now in the first round of the state playoffs in Class D2 over Anselmo Myrna, the Coyotes. And right now that last drive, five plays, 41 yards, and a four-yard touchdown run by Dankert for his sixth touchdown of the night overall. That makes our score 44-8 to here. 6.15 left to go here in the third quarter. Here's the kickoff by the Blue Devils. It's a line drive fielded here at about the 5, and is going to be brought up to about the 30-yard line. A good return there by the Coyotes, as we do have a running clock now after uh, the Coyotes, or the Blue Devils, excuse me, have gone up by 36 points. If you go up by 35 points, uh, the, the clock runs as long as you stay up by 35, and that's exactly what you want if, Kennes- uh, if you're Kennesaw. You want to get that clock going, get out of here, no injuries, and a win. Yep, exactly. Yeah, you... Get the clock moving like this and get maybe a few of your younger guys that don't play quite as often onto the field, get some experience. So we got 5.35 left to go here in the third quarter. The Coyotes are going to hand the ball off here. Going to get a nice little gain here on first down. Going to get them about four yards. That'll make it second and six. And now you want to keep fighting if you're the Coyotes, even though at this point it's all but over. And it's getting close to that point where, you know, it's looking out of reach, but you want to keep fighting. Yeah, you have to keep fighting. Uh, this could be your last game of the season. And so some for the seniors, game last seniors, game overall. So, yeah, you come out, and, uh, you bust your butt, and fight for the second half. Now here on this second down to play, second and five, the Coyotes are going to line up in the shotgun formation, going to hand the ball off here. This one's going to go for nothing. In fact, lose a couple yards maybe. Actually, he gains a couple yards there. It's kind of hard to see. I thought he lost a couple yards, but nonetheless, he got a couple yards. That'll make it third and four now here for the Coyotes as the clock continues to run with 440 left to go here in the third quarter. Yeah, and you have to get something here, a first down, uh, if you're the Coyotes. You do not want to have to give the football back to Kennesaw, and I think if they don't convert here, again, you probably have to go for it on fourth down as well. Now here on this third down play, they're going to run a toss play here to the near sideline. They're going to try to get to that edge. They do, and they get the first down. 
Nice play there by the Coyotes. That moves the sticks. Now they'll have first and ten as they cross midfield now. That's one of the most effective times we've seen that toss play where they'll run it out of the shotgun. And um, A lot of times Kennesaw stretched that out and made a stop for loss, but that time good play and gets a big first down for the Coyotes. Now here on this uh, first down play for the Coyotes, they line up in the shotgun formation. They're going to hand the ball off here. Going to get some nice running room. He's going to try to stiff arm a man. Wells wasn't able to get much there. Had a nice hole, but uh, only got like three yards out of it. Oh, only. That's a good run. The coaches will take that every time. So that'll now make it second and seven. Yeah, we're seeing him move the football a little bit uh, here, mixing in the running game and um, various ways there. So uh, good to see the Coyotes moving the ball here. And Cyrus Wells there on the carry for the Coyotes here on second down. They're going to hand the ball off here to Destry Miller. And he's going to get a yard or so here, so that'll make it third and about five here for the Coyotes as the clock continues to go. 3-10 left to go here in the third quarter. Yeah, and this is absolutely four-down territory, so if you don't convert here, expect the Coyotes to be going for it on fourth down the rest of the game unless it's maybe inside their own 20 or something like that. Now, again, 44-8 to our score here. The Kennesaw Blue Devils leading over the Anselmo Myrna Coyotes. Third down play here. They line up in the shotgun. Going to be a toss play here to the uh, left side, and he's going to be tackled right behind the line of scrimmage. Nice play there by the Kennesaw defense. Maybe lose a few inches, so that'll make it fourth down now here for the Coyotes. And tough sledding so far tonight for Schmidt. And, uh, uh, or, yeah, for Schmidt. He just hasn't seemed to be able to break any off. Bryce Schmidt, number 30 there. Hasn't been able to get loose much tonight. Yeah, and it's been him and, uh, you know, Cyrus Wells has gotten a few carries as well. Destry Miller also has gotten a few carries. That's the guy you've been calling for. There actually was a penalty here holding on the Coyotes, so that'll push him back to third and 15. So now the Coyotes uh, got a penalty there, a holding call, and that that's something, even though they were just about to be facing a fourth down, third and 15 is a lot worse than fourth and five. Yeah, and we've seen all season teams that uh, get behind the sticks and turn the ball over. Uh, struggle to win and struggle to stay in games. Now here on this third down play, they're going to drop back to throw. A little screen play, almost picked off there by Kennesaw, and he's going to get back to the original line of scrimmage, get a little bit past it, or not the original, to the line of scrimmage, and he's going to get close to the original line of scrimmage, so that'll now make it fourth and very long here for the Coyotes. And Austin Peterson was right there. It was actually good defense on his part, almost picked off the screen. Uh, that would have been a big one. He would have had all green grass in front of him to the end zone. So now we have about 4th and 12 here, 4th and 13 here for the Coyotes. We'll see what they decide to do. Like you said, it's basically 4th down territory here on out, but this is a long one, and it looks like they are going to line up in that punting formation. So already Wade Dykeman wrong once here on this broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> a minute 45 left to go here in the third quarter, and they are going to punt the ball. It's a line drive punt, low punt. And actually, you know, Blue Hill is kind of, or Kennesaw is kind of worried about it too because they didn't keep anybody back to return. It's going to be fielded at the... Uh, 15, 16 yard line, 12 yard line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the 12 yard line. So that's going to make our uh, the Kennesaw Blue Devils will come out with another drive here. A minute 38 left to go here in the third quarter. And at this point, Kennesaw looking good going into that second game, and it looks like they might play Pleasanton as Pleasanton is right now leading over Brady, 22 to nothing. Yeah, Blue Devils just rolling right now as well in the I formation here. Um, they're going to fake the handoff, throw the ball here. they got a man deep. There's a little bit underthrown, but it's caught here. 
What a catch by that wide receiver. He came back for it. The cornerback never got his head turned around for the uh, at some of Myrna Coyotes, and he gets to midfield down right at midfield. Great play there by that is once again the guy who's caught all the passes here tonight, Derek Goldenstein, another catch for him. Yeah, and there's the same play action play. This time instead of going to the right the previous two times, they come back to the left here and uh, find him deep, and he makes the catch and then also fights after after the reception. So now here on this first down play, they're going to hand the ball off. Is Kennesaw, and it's going to get a nice little game there on first down. Not as much as the last play, but that'll get him about five yards, so that'll make it second and five. Fifty seconds left to go here in the third quarter as this third quarter is just starting to fly by with that running clock already. 44-8 to eight is our score. Mike Spataro here with you alongside Wade Dykeman, my uh, broadcast partner, also a former St. Cecilia football player, former state champion, and former special teams head coach or uh, just coach sorry and then we also got my stats guy gene shaw alongside as well 25 seconds left to go here in the third quarter 44 to 8 i guess you could say you're the special teams head coach or the head coach of the special teams <laughs> now here on this second down play they're going to line up in the i formation going to hand the ball off here it's going to be a nice little run here by Ter- trey kennedy he's going to get close to that first down i think he's going to be just shy so that'll make it third and very short that'll take us to the fourth quarter our score at the end of three quarters are the Kennesaw Blue Devils, 44, and the Anselmo Myrna Coyotes, 8, on ESPN 1550. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw, relax, we've got you covered. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to high school football here on ESPN 1550. We have this third down play here, and uh, it's going to be a running play with Goldenstein, and he's going to get tackled for a loss here on third down. He's going to get tackled way far. That'll make it fourth and about seven now. And mind you, I should have mentioned this earlier, that game, if Kennesaw plays Pleasanton next week, which looks like it is a possibility, as Pleasanton is leading over Brady right now, 22-8. But if Kennesaw plays Pleasanton, that'll be a rematch of uh, Kennesaw's only loss of the year. They lost that game the second game of the year, 54-42. to And they haven't lost since. They've won six games in a row since then. So they've been on fire. I'm sure head coach Craig Schnitzel will tell you they're a different football team than that Week 2 football team. Here on fourth down, Kennesaw is going to go for it as they're across midfield. And Dankert's going to run it, and he's going to get it. Nice run there by Dankert. Going to get that first down and keep this drive alive. He got about eight, nine yards on fourth and five. Yeah, and that's his 23rd carry of the game so far. Um, just kind of go back to what works and let Dankert get the ball and do the rest. We've seen him do that on fourth down a few times here tonight already. Run it. Yeah, I think it was about fourth and eight the previous time they did that as well. And they did a little quarterback draw, and he just 
got the first one. I think that actually led to a touchdown. So Dankert getting it done here tonight with his legs as he's done all season. He has uh, over 1,200 yards. I'm sure he's getting close to 1,300 yards here on the season. He has a whole a whole lot of touchdowns, over 30. He has uh, six tonight, four rushing, yeah. two passing. So he's just going nuts. Yeah, and he, in that passing, he's been having a great night. Yes, and now here on uh, this first down play, they're going to run the ball. He's going to break a tackle, and he's going to be stepped out of bounds. Uh, that's Trey Kennedy again, pushed out of bounds just past the first down marker. Nice carry there, though, by Trey Kennedy nonetheless. And that will get them very close to the first down. I thought he got a first down, but that'll make it second and inches here now for the Blue Devils. Good run, and he shows some speed out there. And I don't know if it's the shiny and the lights and the, the helmets, but he flew out there for 10 yards. Yeah, I know. He got the ball, and all of a sudden he was at the, the uh, first down marker. Now second and one here for the Blue Devils. They're going to line up in that I formation. And now they're going to run the ball here with their fullback and to get that first down. And he's going to keep his legs moving. Going to get a nice run there. That's Fraze. Corey Fraze there on the carry. The fullback, number 30. Good run there. Gets them the first down and keeps this drive moving as they now have first and goal through the Blue Devils. Yeah, and Fraze normally comes in there as a blocking back. Um, and that was only a second carry of the game. Good to see the fullback get some inside carries there. Nice play. Now here on this first and ten, first and goal play from the 10-yard line, Kenneth is going to line up in that uh, I formation. Once again, going to hand it off to Fraze again. This time, Fraze is not going to go anywhere, though. That's going to be about a, eh, we'll call it a gain of about a half a yard. So that'll make it second and goal from the nine here for the Blue Devils. And just working that clock, putting together a nice drive. I, I don't think we'll see him go to the air again. Just uh, work the clock and pound another one in. Yeah, kind of surprised they threw that earlier. Yeah, that on that play action. But they, they probably had the look they wanted to see, and they're like, yeah, hey, let's go for it. Yeah, it's hard not to hit those plays when it's open. And uh, now that I think they'll probably be a little bit more conservative with the ball. Oh, yeah, now that we're in the fourth quarter, eight and a half minutes left to go already here in the fourth. 44-8 to eight is our score. Kennesaw leading in this football game, and they're in danger of scoring once again are the Blue Devils. They line up in the shotgun formation this time, going to hand the ball off. Not seeing Danker get as many carries here now. And this will be a tackle behind the line of scrimmage. He'll be down at the 10-yard line, so that'll make it third and goal from the 10 here now for the Blue Devils. And getting Kennedy involved again there, that's his ninth carry of the game. Uh, maybe expect a couple other guys to get in there. and Maybe Frost get a, another couple carries here. And now here on this third and goal play, <laughs> eight minutes left to go here in the fourth quarter. Mike Spataro here with you alongside Wade Dykeman. 44-8 our score. The Blue Devils line up in the shotgun formation here. Dankert's going to take the pass or take the ball, and he's going to try to run with it. He's actually going to throw across his body. He's got a man open. Wow, I did not know. I thought that play was going nowhere for a sec. He threw it across his body. Goldenstein with his third touchdown cast of the night. 50-8 to eight is our score now, and what a play there by Dankert and Goldenstein. Yeah, that was backyard football, and just when we talked <laughs> maybe that they'd be more conservative, he rolls to his right, throws across his body. And a uh, big touchdown right there in Goldenstein's what? That's his third touchdown? touchdown yep. Third touchdown of the game. Pretty that's, impressive That's night. the commentators, Chris. You just said, yeah. I don't think they'll throw it here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they throw it, a crazy throw like that across his body into the middle of the field. It was a completed pass, though, for a touchdown. 58-8, our score now. And now they're going to line up in the I formation for this two-point conversion attempt. Dankert's going to run it himself. Actually, Trey Kennedy took it. They got some tricky plays here when they run the ball. I couldn't tell who was running that. Trey Kennedy gets it into the 
touchdown for the two-point conversion. 52 to 8, our score now. We'll take a break. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. Trust has earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to the Class D2 State Playoffs here on ESPN 1550. It's the two-seed Kennesaw Blue Devils hosting the 15-seed Anselmo Myrna Coyotes. Kennesaw leading 52-8, and after that last drive, it was seven plays, 49 yards, capped off by a 10-yard touchdown pass from Dankert to Goldenstein, and that makes our score where we're at now, 52-8, 7.40 left to hear go here in the fourth quarter. So the Coyotes got to come out here. You got to play with a little bit of pride still. It's, it's, it might be basically over at this point, but it's not over. There's still game. They're still going to come out on offense, and you still got to play hard. Yeah, pride is exactly right. Good way to put it. And uh, they got to come out here and fight, put something together here, and just close out your season strong. Um, send out these seniors the correct way. Now here's a little squib kick. It's going to be fielded incorrectly, but he's able to pick it up, the guy for uh, – and someone more and he's going to be tackled right at the 20-yard line. They mark him down at the 21, it looks like. So that'll be where Ed Selma Myrna will start this next drive, first and 10 at the 21. Yeah, and we'll see. Like I said, we'll see if they can put together a drive here and uh, maybe mix things up and maybe get a couple of these guys that haven't touched the ball in there and um, get their athletes in space. So 7-10 left to go here in the fourth quarter. We do have a running clock in effect due to Kennesaw's huge lead here as they're up 52-8 to in a playoff game. It's got to feel good when you're up by this much in a playoff game. Here on this first down, they're going to run the ball, and it's going to be a loss of yards here. You're going to be tackled behind the line of scrimmage, a loss of maybe one. And like I just said, Wade, it's got to feel good when you come into the playoffs, you're starting to play the best of the best here in uh, Nebraska in Class D2, and you come out and you dominate. Even if it is a 2-15 matchup, it's still got to feel good. Yeah, absolutely, and... Uh... Uh, you got to give them credit for fighting there in the first half. And other than that fourth down stop, that was a really changing point in this game that uh, they, they might have had some momentum, the Coyotes. And uh, Kennesaw just too strong so far down the stretch. Second and 10 here now. They're going to run the ball. And uh, he's going to get a nice play here. Oh, he's loose. He's to the 40, to the 30. And this is going to be a touchdown here, a long one for the Anselmo Murno. Football team, Destry Miller with the touchdown run there. The guy you've been saying they should get Destry the ball more. And yeah. they finally do, and they, they're able to capitalize off of it that time. 52 to 14 is our score now. Kind of had him in a wildcat set where he can just make a make a decision, run with the football, and yeah, get the get the football in your athlete's hands and let them do the rest. That's a play or uh, something I thought we'd see a little bit more of tonight. Uh, so credit Kennesaw for slowing things down. 618 left to go here in the fourth. A big touchdown there by Destry Miller. Here they're going to go for two, and uh, they're going to run it again with Destry Miller. This time he's going to be tackled in the backfield. No gain, so that'll be uh, make our score 52-14. to We'll take a quick break. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. 
Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. ESPN 1550. KICS. Welcome back to the First round of the Class D2 state playoffs here on ESPN 1550. It's the two-seed Kennesaw Blue Devils hosting the 15-seed Anselmo Myrna Coyotes. That uh, last drive for you there for the Coyotes to make the score 52-14 to was a two-play 60-yard drive and a 60-yard touchdown by Destry Miller of the Coyotes and gets our score to 52-14. The running clock will continue to run, though. 6-18 left to go here in the fourth quarter. A low kick here, and it's going to be... Fielded, oh, a big tackle there. Goldenstein got knocked uh, very hard by the Anselmo Warner football team, and a flag comes out late. This was a big hit, maybe a little bit of chippiness here now. Yeah, he took a heck of a hit, and then the, the late flag got thrown in here by the ref. Yeah, it did, did kind of look like a clean hit there, uh, but we'll see what the refs decide on the call here. It's fortunate to see Goldstein hop up. He seems... Just fine after that play, so good not see him get injured or anything. He's probably happy about uh, the game he's having here tonight because he's had three receiving touchdowns. At first, we thought it was going to be, uh, you know, Danker going to get the run away with this player of the game, but I think uh, Goldenstein's really put his name in the conversation. Yeah, we knew he would be a guy that they would throw to, 14 catches, 310 yards, and four touchdowns on the year. So um, pat those stats a little bit here and. Uh, add add a couple more three touchdowns onto that, so that's pretty impressive. And we're still waiting on the call here. Personal foul, late hit there on the Anselmo Myrna football team, so that'll move Kennesaw up a little bit. Six oh four left to go here in the fourth quarter. You never like to see penalties like that, especially in the situation like it is now. But good on the Kennesaw football team to keep their head straight, not let anything go over from that. Yeah, there might be a little bit of frustration on the Coyotes' side there, but yeah, you've got to um, hold your will together, hold your pride together, and close this thing out the right way now here on this first down play Kennesaw will line up in uh, their I formation that they like to run a lot they come out in this formation a lot Wade yeah they have and it looks like they've got a their other quarterback in here it looks like number 21 there um, Lane Kelly in at quarterback Lane Kelly now in at quarterback for the uh, Kennesaw Blue Devils are going to hand the ball off here and it's going to go nowhere Going to lose some yards, in fact, lose a lot, about three yards there on that first down carry. And now we're getting to the point where it's kind of hard to talk about the game because we know who's going to win. Kennesaw's playing good. we got the young guys in there. What is it like to get young guys' experience in the playoffs? That's rare. Yeah, that's pretty huge for these young guys. I'm, I know they're excited to be in there, but they're also looking across the line. You're seeing a, a playoff team with all their starters still in the game, so that can be a little challenging. So uh, we'll see how these young guys handle this, and um, I'm sure they're pretty pretty excited and the blood's flowing a little bit here. And maybe, maybe it's starting to... Warm up there for them on the football field as they've been standing on those cold sidelines all evening. But now they're getting some uh, chance for some playing time here. Here on this second down play, they're going to run a toss play. And he's looking for some running room. Not able to find any. Going to be a loss of about another two or three yards there. And now they'll have a third and long will the Kennesaw Blue Devils. Yeah, and they know the run's coming. So Coyotes are just selling out, going right for these running backs. And in that eye formation, uh, they're just trying a couple of these sweeps. And Coyotes closing in well. Now we have a third down play here as we await the Kennesaw Blue Devils. They have a third and 13 as the game's kind of winded down to a close here. Four and a half minutes left to go. 
Game's all but decided at this point. 52-14, to 14, our score here. And the Blue Devils line up in that I formation. Going to run the ball here to their fullback. It's going to get about a gain of nothing, maybe even a loss of yards again. So right now you see these young guys come in, not able to get much going offensively. Yeah, that's a little struggle for the younger guys, but uh, you've been sitting on the sideline for all this game, and it has been pretty cold. So uh, expect them just to come out and fight hard. That's that's all you can ask for as a coaching staff. And now here is the fourth down play. They'll punt the ball away. Will the Kennesaw Blue Devils? Lane Kelly's going to punt the ball here. The quarterback gets blocked by Anselmo Myrna, and it's going to be fallen on by the Blue Devils. I think someone fell on it. Either way, Anselmo Myrna will get the ball here at the 39-yard line of Kennesaw. As, uh, uh, that's what you want to see. You want to see the, the Anselmo Myrna football team still playing hard, and they get a block there on the punt. Yeah, good block there, and um, that was one of their juniors, Seth Chandler. So uh, he'll be a guy that maybe can learn from this experience and work even harder next year to, to fight harder in the playoffs and uh, get something going for them. And now here is 3.55 left to go here in the fourth quarter. 52-14 to 14 our score. First and 10 from the 39-yard line here for the Coyotes. They're on the Kennesaw 39-yard line. They're going to line up here in the I formation. We got a new quarterback in here for the. We got flags come out. I think it's going to be a false start here. Yeah, false start here on the Coyotes. Getting your younger guys in the game, stuff like that's going to happen. A um, little bit of jitters. Yep, I think so. A little bit of jitters, and uh, they'll fix that when. As they get older and as they get more mature. 3.55 left to go here in the fourth quarter. They're going to line up in a little shotgun formation, a little wishbone. They're going to run the ball here. This guy's got some legs on him. He can go. He's going to get a nice little gain here on first down. Another flag comes out. We've seen a lot of those tonight, Wade. Yeah, we sure have. Tough Sloppy run by football. The freshman there. Five, yes. three, 105 pound freshman. He's a quick, quick young man. So, uh, five, three. That's going to be a, uh, Nice run there on first down. We will see what this call is, though. Waiting on the refs. It's going to be a personal foul, a face mask on the Blue Devils. So that'll give them an automatic first down right after the Coyotes get a false start. The Blue Devils get a personal foul, so now we got another first down. Yeah, now they're in position here to score and um, get a little bit of momentum going here to, to close out the season and close out the night. Yeah, 3.30 left to go here. 52-14 to 14 is our score. This fourth quarter's kind of come to a grinding halt here with all these penalties. Here on this uh, first down play, they're going to run the ball here with their young quarterback now in the game. He's going to get tackled for a gain of maybe one yard, so that'll make it second and nine now here for the Coyotes. And now we await the second down play. Three minutes left to go. Kennesaw looking like they're going to move on. Right now, though, Brady is coming back against Pleasanton. It's 22-14 to 14 all of a sudden. That's the team Kennesaw might play next week. They'll play the winner of that game, actually. You can, uh, Pleasanton and Brady. And right now, Brady coming back. They were down 22 to nothing, and now they're only down 22-14. to 14. Here on this second down play, they're going to run the ball. He's got some running room. 
You're going to have a nice play there. It's going to be a gain of about six yards. Going to make it third and maybe two here now for the uh, Anselmo Myrna football team. Great form tackle there on the outside. That's exactly the way you teach it. and um, Tackled him uh, safely. He didn't go high on him or anything like that. Wrapped him up at the legs and made a good tackle. Now here on third down, the Coyote football team will line up in the shotgun formation. They're going to hand the ball off here. And he's going to get to the outside corner. He's going to get a first down and more. He's going to be pushed out of bounds. Nice run there by the Coyotes to get that first down on third down. That's Court West on the carry there for the Coyotes. Yeah, now they're marching right down into Kennesaw territory here. So um, see if they can punch it in. That that would stop our running clock, I believe. Yeah, two um, so. minutes left to go here in the fourth quarter. 52-14 to 14 is our score. And uh, first and goal from the seven-yard line now here for the Anselmo Myrna football team trying to, like you said, Wade, uh, end this game with a little bit of momentum. Now here the ball comes out. Commentators Curse coming alive for you, and it's picked up by Kennesaw, and that's going to be a turnover right when I was talking about. Maybe they're going to try to get a nice positive to end the season. They turn the ball over. Yeah, that's unfortunate for the Coyotes. Uh, moving the football, maybe get a little confidence built up, a little change of momentum, and close out your season strong. You fumble the ball. Uh, heck of a good awareness there uh, on the defense. And it looked like he reached out and ha had a guy on his back and still was able to draw that football in and recover the fumble. Yeah, now that'll give Kennesaw the ball back here with them already leading 52-14. to 14. They have first and 10 at the 10-yard line. Good play by the youngings there for the Kennesaw football team to jump on that football and force the fumble and recover it as well. Turnover machines. That's two more turnovers they forced tonight, and now they have plus 23 on the season. And now here on this first down play, they're going to run the ball with the quarterback. He's going to get a little gain here, about a yard or so. And that'll make it second and nine now here for yeah. the Kennesaw Blue Devils as they're on their way to their eighth victory of the season, their seventh in a row. And they're going to move on to the second round of the Class D2 state playoffs. When you look at them from their loss earlier in the year and how much better they've gotten, uh, you can definitely see that uh, they understand their scheme. They're well coached. And uh, this is going to be a talented team. It'd be um, exciting playoffs here for them. And now here uh, is the second down play. We might as well tell you they're going to play the winner of Pleasanton and Brady. Pleasanton is the only team they've lost to this year is Kennesaw. They lost that game in the second game of the year, 54-42. to And right now Pleasanton... Leading over Brady at halftime, 22-14 to 14 is the score over there. And uh, we won't have the final for you for that game before we get out of here because they started, uh, I think, an hour after this Kennesaw football game started. That's the thing with the playoffs. Teams started all sorts of different times. Also, I should tell you, tomorrow night, we'll, me and Wade will be right back here on ESPN 1550 with the Adams Central Patriots hosting Valentine in a big football, well, uh, the first round of the state playoffs. All, all games are big now because it's win or go home, like you said earlier, and that should be a fun one to watch, Wade. Yeah, that'll be an exciting game as well, and we've seen them all season progress and um, how much better they've gotten from week one, and they're just a talented team and uh, really fun to watch, and again, they're well coached. Now here on this third down play, Kennesaw is going to run the ball, and he's going to get a first down and more, and that's going to bring us to the end of the fourth quarter here. Our final here at Kennesaw High School are the Blue Devils, 52, and the Coyotes, 14. Kennesaw moves on to the second round of the Class D2 state playoffs. We'll take a quick break, a 90-second break. After that, we'll have a little wrap-up for you right after this on ESPN 1550. 
About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produced the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the Greater Midwest since 1946 with over 70 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you are building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evening and Saturday by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to the uh, post, the wrap-up here for the Class D2 State Playoffs. Stick around for the post-game show. We'll have a player of the game and also talk to the head coach of the Kennesaw football team, Craig Schnitzler, as we kind of wrap things up here. Let's get a quick wrap-up here, though, uh, Wade. A great win here tonight for Kennesaw. They move on to the second round of the state football playoffs. They win 52-14 to and a huge night from Dankert and also... They're a good wide receiver over there, Derek Goldenstein. Yeah, just kind of tallying things up here. Uh, Goldenstein had uh, ten or six catches, excuse me, for 154 yards, three touchdowns, uh, and then their leader, the quarterback, Dankert, um, seven for ten for 154 yards, three touchdowns. It seemed like every time they threw, they were looking for Goldstein and uh, were able to find him. I, I think, yeah, he had um, six of his seven completions. So pretty impressive evening for uh, for those guys there, and then. Uh, on the ground, Goldstein again, or um, excuse me, Dankert, um, 23 carries, 138 yards, and four touchdowns. They just really did anything they wanted offensively. And uh, when they did get in those troubled downs, those fourth and eights, fourth and seven, uh, they just put it in their playmakers' hands, let, Thank them, you. let them do their thing and run hard. So uh, great, impressive night. And then on defensive side, we uh, Coyotes have a pretty talented offense that they can move the ball. Um, but Kennesaw did an exceptional job just – uh, going downhill, stopping these guys on the jet sweeps and toss plays and slowing down any passing game. They had the one big touchdown pass, but other than that, it was it was tough sledding all night for the Coyotes, uh, aside from a few plays here and there. So impressive team, an impressive win, and uh, I, th- I think this team could definitely make a run here. Let's get you some scores really quick. That was a great wrap-up here from Wade. I have, like, nothing else to add to that. Kennesaw moves on to 8-1, and one, uh, and someone we're there end their season at 3-6. and six. Let's get you a little bit of some scores here, some important ones. Kennesaw. They will play the winner of Pleasanton and Brady. Pleasanton is their only loss on the season. They lost that game in the second game of the year, 54-42. to And right now, Pleasanton was up 22 to nothing. And right now, they're winning at halftime, 22-14 to over Brady. So Brady's kind of coming back. Blue Hill, another area team that's in the Class D2 state playoffs. They lost here tonight. They were the 16th seed going up against the one-seed Garden County, and they lose 52-6. to So Blue Hill season is over. They make the playoffs after missing it last year, but uh, their season over. 
season for Anselmo Myrna over. Kennesaw moves on to the second round. We'll see who they play uh, later on tonight after that Pleasanton-Brady game. We'll take another quick break. That does it for our play-by-play coverage. We'll be back with the post-game show, Player of the Game, right after this on ESPN 1550. Play-by-play of tonight's game has been brought to you by the ESPN 1550 KICS Sports Boosters. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the player of the game and the coaches' post-game show on ESPN 1550 KICS. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. It's time now for the player of the game on ESPN 1550 KICS. Welcome back to uh, High School Football. It's the postgame show, the player of the game. Here on ESPN 1550, again, Kennesaw wins tonight over Anselmo Myrna. The Kennesaw Blue Devils move on to 8-1 and one on the season after this 52-14 to 14 win over Anselmo Myrna. Uh, Kennesaw will move on to play the winner of Pleasanton and Brady. And Wade, give us your candidates. Don't give us the winner yet. Last week you got a little too excited and you gave us the winner early. But give us your candidates for player of the game before we get the winner here. Yeah, I think we kind of know the candidates here. Um, you got to look at... Uh, um, Tyson Denkirk here, and, and the way he played tonight, uh, 138 yards, four touchdowns on the ground, 23 carries. So he's kind of their workhorse offensively on the ground. Uh, and then he mixed in the passing game as well, threw the ball 10 times, uh, completed seven for 154 yards, and three touchdowns are not normally a passing team. Uh, so he padded his stats a little bit. They're just six total on the year coming in. Uh, takes that to nine and only one interception. So he's consistent with that. Um, and then you got to go to uh, – uh, Goldstein here, Derek Goldstein, heck of a night. I, I mean, career night for for the junior there. Uh, six catches for 154 yards and three touchdowns. Just a really impressive night, and it seemed like any time the ball was up there, uh, he'd hauled it, hauled it in, and then he made moves after the catch. So, uh, tough player. Um, so this will be a be a tough one here. But then you got to give credit to Kennesaw's whole team, their defensive side of the football. So if there was player of the game, you might have to give it to them too as well. So. Um, will be interesting we'll see you got the tough choice so we'll go to break we'll give you 30 seconds to think on it and then we'll be back with the player of the game right after this on espn 1550 farming it's genetics what you're made of it's agronomy local knowledge and having the tools to put the right product in the right place it's service built on trust grit and determination because what it takes to make the best product is a lot like what it takes to make a farmer golden harvest Rooted in genetics, agronomy, and service. Contact your local Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman, for more information. Brent and Sarah would like to wish all the KHAS students a successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! Welcome back to High School Football here on ESPN 15. It's the player of the game. Wade? You gave us our candidates. Refresh people of the candidates and then give us the player of the game here. Yeah, so our candidates here is uh, Derek Goldstein. um, Had a heck of a – or Goldstein, I'm sorry. uh, Had a heck of an uh, an evening here with the the receptions and touchdowns. And and then you had Dan Kirk, uh, the quarterback, tough runner, tough thrower. So 
Uh, it was a good good game by both of those guys. Um, we didn't even include what they did defensively. Dan Kirk had a couple pass deflections um, and tackles. So uh, we're going to have to go with uh, Dan Kirk tonight with the ability to run and throw and had a great evening also in the pass coverage. So. All right, so there's your player of the game right here on ESPN 1550. Wade, we always like you giving the player of the game, especially from a player's perspective. So good job there. We'll take a quick break, and then after this, we'll have the coach's postgame show for you right after this on ESPN 1550. You've been listening to the player of the game on ESPN 1550 KICS. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the coach's postgame show. It's up next on ESPN 1550 KICS. Curl Agency and Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Nebraska, two names you know and trust. With locations in Hastings, Roseland, Kennesaw, and Minden, Curl Agency has simple health insurance solutions for you, your family, and business. Curl Agency is proud to be a Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Nebraska diamond broker. Visit us in Hastings, Roseland, Kennesaw, and Minden. Don't leave anything in your life to chance. That's what Cruel Agency, your full insurance provider, is here for. Best of luck to the athletes and coaches. The Coach's Post Game Show is brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West South Street in Hastings. Welcome back to high school football here on ESPN 1550. We're in the Coach's Post Game Show now, and we're joined by the head coach of the Kennesaw Blue Devils, uh, head coach Craig Schnitzler. Coach Schnitzler, thanks for coming up here tonight. Thank you. Uh, it was a great, great night for football. Yes, it was. It was a little bit cold, but your players were able to adapt to it pretty easily, and they come out here and have a dominating performance. Let's talk about the quarterback, uh, Dan Kurt, really quick. He had a great game. I think, what was it, seven total touchdowns, four rushing, three passing? Yep. Yeah, so he had, a, he had a heck of a game. Yes, he did. Uh, he was our leader out there, and uh, he's just, you know, he's one of those kids that just continues to get better every game, and He's young. Uh, he's going to be fun to watch the next couple of years. Yeah, he's only a sophomore, and he's leading this team to an 8-1 and one, uh, pace here going into the second round of the playoffs. Obviously, we don't know who you're going to play just yet, Pleasanton or Brady. It's a close game at halftime, 22-14. to 14. But right now, talk about the defense as well, because we talked about it in the pregame uh, earlier. This Anselmo Myrna team, they have a pretty good offense. That quarterback can do both. He can run and throw, and you guys were able to keep him in check. Yeah, I, I thought our guys did a tremendous job uh, playing assi- assignment football. And, and things, you know, as the game went, you could see our guys were reading much better, and uh, they were making plays. You know, we had a lot of guys to the football, and, and that's kind of what we preach, and that's what our kids, that's how we played all year. You know, we gang tackle, and, and we get to the football. And then once again, you guys have been doing this all year. You win the turnover battle again, 2 nothing here tonight. And uh, how important is that moving forward going into the playoffs when you start getting into those, like, tougher teams? It, it's it's big, you know, and, and uh, it has always been a, a big part of our game. Uh, and we use it to our advantage. And I think the biggest thing is there, we always have three, four, five guys around the football. And if we can get it to cough up, we've got a, a high percentage chance of getting that ball. Actually, I think it was three turnovers because of that fumble there at the end of the game. But uh, that's besides the point, really. 52-14 to 14, once again. You know, we want to talk about Trey Kennedy as well. He comes in for the injured uh, Wyatt Hansen. And you obviously didn't give the ball to him a lot. It was mainly uh, uh, Dankert over there. But uh, Trey Kennedy played well, too, especially filling in the role for Wyatt Hansen. Yes, he did. You know, he was he was a little bit nervous uh, going into the game. And, and we had some nerves early in, the, in warm-ups. You could see it. Um, and so we, I ju- we just wanted to break him in. He's, he's a good ball carrier, good runner. And uh, 
I think as we get as we go here, he's going to feel more comfortable and have a lot more confidence. But but I thought he ran hard tonight and he was consistent. So you said it a little bit of nerves. How important were the seniors here tonight to kind of calm those uh, those younger kids down? Uh, it, it was important. You know, Wyatt uh, had surgery uh, yesterday on his ankle, and so to have him out there, uh, just that 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 kind of sparked our guys and got them uh, got them going again. You know, because. Uh, it's tough anytime you lose a leader on a football field, but uh, I thought our kids responded real well, and I was really proud of them. So usually, you know, you get a week to to till the next game, so you give it, the players a day to celebrate the victory. Are you still giving them a full day to celebrate the victory, even though it's only six days till the next game? Uh, we're going to give them until tomorrow afternoon. We're going to watch <laughs> film, and then we'll get uh, get them out and move them a little bit, and then we're going to practice Saturday morning, uh, and then hopefully we can go watch the girls win a a district sub-state game and and maybe to get them off to Lincoln as well um, and then we come back Monday Tuesday and and game on Wednesday so things happen fast when you're only six days yes they do and that is the head coach of the uh, Kennesaw football team Craig Schnitzler coach Schnitzler thank you so much for dropping by tonight and also good luck next week against whoever you're going to play at whether it's uh, Pleasanton or Brady all right well thanks for coming out here tonight all right thank you that was the head coach of the Kennesaw football team Craig Schnitzler we'll take one more quick break You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946 with over 70 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you are building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evening and Saturday by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. Welcome back to High School Football here on ESPN 1550. A little wrap up here as the Kennesaw Blue Devils move on to the second round of the Class D2 State, play- Class D2 State Playoffs. They will take on the winner of Pleasanton and Brady. Right now that score 22-14, Pleasanton over Brady in the third quarter. Kennesaw moves on to 8-1. They beat the Anselmo Myrna Coyotes, who fu- uh, um, end the season... And they are now three and six, and uh, they failed to win here tonight. But Kennesaw able to pull away at a good first quarter. They just keep it going from there. And Denkert just had himself a heck of a football game. So that'll wrap it up here for my broadcast partner Wade Dykeman, for my stack guy Gene Shaw. I've been Mike Spataro. We'll be back here tomorrow night with the Adam Central Patriots hosting Valentine in the first round of the Class C one state playoffs. So stay tuned back here tomorrow. 5.40 pregame, 6 o'clock start right here on ESPN 1550. Have a great night. The Coach's Postgame Show has been brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West South Street in Hastings. Call 402-463-5678. High School Football has been an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports, ESPN 1550, KICS Hastings. Farm planning and management platform that analyzes your farm's unique data, empowering better agronomic and economic decisions. Started. Agellum. Activating data. Well, here in the Class D1 playoffs, top seed of Cambridge, 48 22 over Nebraska Christian. That game's in the fourth. In the third, Neely Oakdale over West Holt. Excuse me, West Holt, 27 to uh, 24, the lead over Neely Oakdale. That game is also in the third quarter. Of course, Burwell, 48-16 winners earlier. They wait the winner of this game. 
5.02 to go here, third and four. McCarter in that pistol. A little bit of movement up front. There is a flag down, and I think that's going to be a five-yard penalty here on Palmer. Yeah, good job out of the timeout. Coach Doolin said, you know, we, we want to get count. this uh, yeah. the easy way. So they get the hard count. They get the five yards. Now you do the hard count, you get the easy five-yard gain. And that will move the sticks on third and about four. So that will move them all the way down to the 15-yard line. Elm Creek doing a lot of little things right. They've had a couple of turnovers, but I think more of the big mistakes have come from Palmer. Hand off right up the middle, and then Xavier Perez is going to be tripped up just as he gets the line of scrimmage there by uh, Miklo Ortiz, and they'll gain maybe one. Yeah, it's still running that uh, the read option type of look there. Um, just kind of riding that running back until the quarterback decides to 